my uh, of course the uh, co-host of 12 questions <laughs> <laughs> alex young i kind of like low-key forgot i was on a podcast <laughs> so funny. Alex. hey anna what's up I'm doing. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I uh, look like you got in your workout today. You got no, the, I. This athletic. isn't. Oh, okay. This is uh, aspirational uh, clothing. Okay. This yeah. is. I'm eventually gonna get to that workout. I do that too, just to like hype myself up. I'll wear workout clothes and be like, you know, one day, I'm gonna watch this uh, Tough Mudder real quick and get in the mood. And then you. next thing I know, I go down a Netflix spiral. And next thing I know, uh, my back's hurting. So you, I, I call it. <laughs> you wait, you watch a Tough mutter to get yourself in the mood to Sometimes, work out. That know, is the opposite <laughs> for me. <laughs> that gets me in the mood to put an ice pack on my body. <laughs> just like light a candle that smells like balls. <laughs> just like mud and balls. Yeah. Yeah. Is that with Yankee uh, candle yeah, yeah. company? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's danky candles. Yeah. <laughs> and we're joined here today by Hello. Um, the very funny... I don't, we, usually what we say, because we have some people who come on who are anonymous, we yeah. allow people to introduce themselves however oh, okay. they want. So if you want to just go by our first name or whatever, or. Uh, well, I'll give you my whole name. Um, uh, my name is Brandy Posey. Uh, hey. hey. Coolest yeah. hair in the game. Oh, just thank you. you. It's green. Thanks. I'm yeah. about it. Thank I you. I love money. <laughs> Coolest everything in the game. Yeah. Oh, this I remember is great. I the should first time here. I saw your car, uh-huh. I was like, that's so dope. She has like a mural on it. It's really oh, yeah, yeah. dope. Yeah. And and then like uh we, we had a little chat about it. You're like, yeah, people don't fuck with me because I'm lifting because they know I'm fucking cooler than they are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's about right. Like, it's funny, guys. You think you're edgy. I have dragons on the side of my car. Exactly. Guys come out and they like they like see my picture, they're like, oh, I might hit on her, and they walk out and there's like, oh, it's Abe Lincoln fighting a T-Rex in space. <laughs> I don't know how to neg this person because it's impossible. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. It's yeah. Beautiful thing. I guess Abe Lincoln was a good president. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, but how about that Thomas Jefferson, though? Yeah. Um, oh. right. He'll never be on my car. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I started reading, there's a version they printed at the Library of Congress, printed a version of. Um, Thomas Jefferson took the Bible yeah. and he opened it up and he crossed out everything that Jesus didn't say, which is okay. a fascinating concept, right? Yeah, like that's he interesting. Was just, he was just basically like all this filler bullshit. I'm cutting it out of the Bible. And okay. so I was like excited because somebody had recommended like, oh, you should check it out, especially, you know, you're a hippie type person. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And so I, I was listening to it and the, the foreword is a letter he writes to like a publication at the time about writing the book. Yeah. And it is so anti-Semitic. It cracks. It, I was like, la- I was laughing. I was like, this is so, I can't listen to this without headphones. This is horrendous. Oh, <laughs> like Thomas Jefferson though. <laughs> it just says no Jews 17 times in a row. It's yeah. pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Jesus. It's rough. I'm sure there's some sort of like intellectual paper that like brings yeah. up anyway. But Jesus sorry. was Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, it's, it's awkward. I like that he well actually the Bible. <laughs> That's amazing. He was like, mm, just cut all of this other stuff. <laughs> yeah, he was just I like, I kind of. in between being a slave owner. <laughs> just, yeah. Like, well, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 A lot of well, leisure got a lot of, of downtime. Actually, you have a lot of leisure yeah, time. A lot of downtime there, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. My math did not work out. <laughs> That's that's, in, that's interesting. Like, I like that idea. Yeah, because it's like Jesus is pretty chill. Yeah, um, he's pretty cool for the most part. You know, uh, yeah. But it feels like we whittle it down to a pamphlet at that point. Like how it's much? Literally, it's not that much left, it's right? Literally this big. Like it's, as a book. It's yeah. essentially the Psalms. 
if you cross out all the stuff, like most of the Psalms, isn't that like what Jesus said? Like, I forget you grew up religious. I forget that all the time. Yeah, it's uh, a little bit, a little bit. Just yeah. enough, like Texas where my parents were Buddhist, but mm-hmm. I grew up around like all these Baptists, like oh. Southern Baptists, oh, which yeah, are yeah. like, you know, hey, we love Jesus, but we're going to do this bad thing. Yeah. And Jesus has our back. I think, yeah, Psalms is what he said. So maybe that was created by Thomas Jefferson. That was the inspiration. Yeah, maybe. Just to Probably. take all the quotes out and put it in there, which is such a better read. I'll have to it's listen yeah. to the better read. I'll have to listen to the forward again. <laughs> <laughs> just put it on one and a half speed. It's just, okay. <laughs> just, just do it really, really quickly. Quick. Yeah, that's how I, I. I rarely listen to "What the Fuck" with Mark Marin, but whenever I do, I always listen to it one and a half speed because it makes him sound caffeinated and optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a fun little tip for everybody. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. I told him that once. He did not think it was funny. <laughs> he wouldn't. And it's... then I just laughed and walked away. <laughs> that's the correct thing to do. Yeah. I was like, I'm over 30. You won't remember me. It's You're fine. With my art. <laughs> Ooh, when we're off air, I got a story to tell you. Uh, <laughs> Which oh. is the name of your next album. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're off air. I have a story to tell you. That's so funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. Brandy, you're one of my favorite people in comedy. Oh, thank such you. A, I have such a I have a, such a lady crush. Just a crush in general on you. A non-binary yes. crush on you. Yes. It's amazing. Mm. Um, and what I love about you is uh, one of the things, you're one of those, we've had a few guests like this. You're a no-nothing person. Yeah. No substance abuse. You mm-hmm. just like fell straight edge real hard. Yep. Yep, I would. Well, I I call myself more of a teetotaler because I think I know too many wine moms to like still call myself straight edge. <laughs> wine mom, you know what I mean? Because when it gets like serious straight edge, it's like you only have straight edge friends. It's yeah. like kind of like being a Scientologist. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You can't throw up cooler. the X's when there's rosé. <laughs> like, yeah, you're too many rosés in your life. <laughs> like look at X's. No, I was like never really that. I listened to too much ska music to be like hardcore straight edge anyway. It was true. Like, I remember. Um, like I've, I've never done anything, but I also remember being at uh, my first warp tour and seeing um, hate edge kids who are like the straight edge kids that like are so aggressive that they like go after people that yeah. are doing stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember seeing <laughs> this dr- narcs. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it's that's uh, the the worst <laughs> cops is uh, what happens to them. But I remember seeing <laughs> this guy go, <laughs> this drunk guy who got into a fight with these hate edge kids go into a porta potty. And then they push the porta potty over, and I just remember being like, "Oh God, you can never go that far." Yeah, that's too far. That's a hate crime. I was like, why would you? Why would you do that to somebody? That's so mean. It's like my my rules are just don't bring drama in my life and don't hit me with your car, and then we're probably cool. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's so, perfect. That's all I'm asking. Just like I I won't help you vomit. I don't want to hear about it, and uh, just don't kill me with your car. That's all I want. I, I mean, love be a good boundaries. person. Yeah, those. Are- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's those are my only real rules. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I've had too many. I've too many instances <laughs> where people are like, "This person's all." shitty on drugs you gotta help them and when i first was doing stand-up yeah. i was like well maybe i could yeah and yeah. then i realized really quickly about about two years ago i was like oh i can't help anybody no you gotta come to it on your on your own yeah yeah well that's like where I, i'm not in al-anon but it's like that's where al-anon starts to kick yeah. in too because then you're giving too much of yourself to others you know yeah and you're losing you know not to 
explain Al-Anon to uh, a 12 Steps podcast. No. Uh, please, yeah, please, 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 please. We need, we need the refresher. Trust me. Absolutely. <laughs> I need it all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Us, uh, a lot of us are doormats. You know, we yeah. we tend to go above and beyond and then mm-hmm. on, t- on top of that, that would drain you so quickly. Like I used yeah. to do that a lot. Like I used to let my roommates eat my food. Drink when mm-hmm. I'm hungry, and I'm like, "Hey, you got any food?" They're like, "No, you usually have the food." Are I'm you like, are you a peacekeeper in your family? Because yes. I feel like that's usually like where that that's where the bridge comes from. If you're like yeah. the person that like maintains the equilibrium in the family, the then diplomat. Yeah, 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 exactly. Very di- mm-hmm. diplomatic. Yeah. in my chaotic ass family, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Okay, well, what can I do? Oh, you need a shirt. Oh, here's a pa- here's yeah. some jeans. Here's here's everything mm-hmm. I got. My dad." I got it from my dad. You know, yeah. he give his shirt off his back, that old saying. Mm-hmm. And then when you come to L.A. and then you do comedy and then everyone's Whoa. like, oh, you're the guy we can uh, that, that we can rely on, which is flattering yeah. in some sorts. But then when you have nothing to show for it, yeah, uh, you, you try your best. There's some people that want to be helped. But then when you go help people that don't want to be helped and. Yes. Ooh, yeah. That's yeah. a whole nother thing, especially in the program where you're like, hey, I'm trying to help. Uh, okay. Oh, you went, you ghosted me. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah. Whatever. Keep it moving. Well, sometimes folks, they say they want to be helped, but they don't. No, right. they want the attention. Mm-hmm. They want they want you to witness them making the same mistake over and over and over and over again, and then you did. They just want the attention. It's like they they want an audience of one to sit there and yes. be like, "No, you're good," even yes. though you continue to do bad shit constantly. <laughs> My sponsor had me write a list of people, kind of in that category. Mm-hmm. She was like, "I just want you to inventory your friend group, yeah, and I want you to write this list, and this list is people that you answer every third call." I like that. Letters. Yeah, unless they text yeah. you, it's an emergency. Uh-huh. But like in general, like you answer every third call. Yeah, and yeah. then that way they kind of understand that there's a little buffer in the relationship. Really like it's that. just like a way to like it's like ABA training basically. Yeah, for like your <laughs> friendships. Totally. Um, we had we had French Stewart um, on our on our podcast recently, and he I really like the way that he talks about pe- people. Where he says that like he thinks of everybody in his life as like everyone has a different dosage that he can take of them at yeah. any given point. And he's like, mm-hmm. my wife, she's my. She's like my my meds that I need every day. Yeah. Like she keeps me centered. That's the way that I need. And everyone, there's some people in my life that it's like, well, this is a special occasion. I can I can like take this now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're cheat day people. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And cheat it's like day people. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like being hey, I want to be toxic today. What's his name? <laughs> Yeah, I want to ruin my Sunday. Uh, <laughs> Let's make Sunday interesting. Yeah, 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 exactly. Hmm, I haven't boarded a roller coaster in a while. Why don't I call this person real quick? That's so funny. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh, I love that. And you're, you mentioned your podcast. You have an incredible. Oh, thank you. Podcast. Thanks. It's called Lady to Lady. It's very fun. Guys really like it too. I always have to preface it with that. Yeah, it's just three of the dopest ladies riffing oh, crazy you. hard and playing yeah. a fun game. Yeah, yeah, we have a good time. With like a good guest, it's a yeah. good time. Yeah. yeah, you've been on before. I know it was fun yeah. to do brouhaha. That was a lot of voices. Ooh, I know it was. <laughs> I know we want to get you guys back individually, just so we can actually get to like yeah. <laughs> no individuals too. I would love that. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. Oh my god, it's a it's such a fun it's such a fun podcast. But what I love about it is you guys are so positive and you like yeah you help like bring people forward. It's a lot of a lot of that as far as like career stuff or just life stuff that's mm-hmm. kind of where i'm at is like how do you do how do you do the right thing for the right reasons there yeah. has to be an ethical way to do this thing oh god i <laughs> liter- literally had a f- probably three hour conversation with somebody about this yesterday about how it's just like how do you like you get i feel like people get into stand-up because you want the control of like at least i i like love the 
the control and like being able to say what I want and um, choosing to do what I do and do not want to do. Yes. And the further up the, the ladder you get, the more it becomes like, oh man, there are like so many compromises that like you were asked to make at certain points. Yes. And it's like, well, there's certain stuff I'm just not going to do. Or, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. I was having a, 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 well, it was with my friend Ian. I was just talking yesterday about how like I'm very disillusioned currently with the state of most clubs for a number of reasons, but a lot of them have come out and been like, oh yeah, we'll book Louis C.K. in a heartbeat. And I'm like, I don't want to make you any money. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Like, die. <laughs> you want these club owners to just fucking retire. Get the fuck out of here. Is there a list of those clubs, like, assembled? Um, not 100%. There is, like, an article that came out recently with, like, a bunch of, like, the owners of a bunch mm-hmm. of places just being like, well, yeah, I mean, he would sell out instantly. Yeah. It's like, all right, man. I mean, which gets to yeah. the fans. It's sort yeah. of like you kind of have to, if yeah. you don't want to support mm-hmm. artists that have done things that are egregious, yeah. then don't show up to the club. And yeah. if you're there and you didn't, they weren't on the lineup, yeah. if you just get up, like, wait, yeah. a minute 30 into their set, maybe Bye-bye. two minutes, and all get up at one time yeah. and walk out, yeah. that's a bunch of bar sales leaving the club. Yeah. And that changes everything. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's frustrating. It's like this past weekend, he played like he uh, sold out the San Jose Improv for like a whole weekend and it's like all right well people That's came Topia up there what yeah. are they doing yeah, yeah. <laughs> tech bros <laughs> you know oh, no. it used to be I don't know if it is anymore <laughs> but yeah I mean it's like yeah I it, it's it's interesting to get to a point where you're like okay well <laughs> I don't want to do some it's impossible to live a completely ethical life yeah uh, in a capitalist society. <laughs> hey, there's a point in the podcast where I say capitalism. Um, <laughs> Freaking bills. They got you where they want you under the thumb. Uh, under their th- capitalist ass thumbs. Yeah. It's it so it's frustrating. <laughs> you know, it's like, how the hell do you pay your bills? All right. I guess we just all hope we win the lottery. <laughs> Yeah, it's right. like I, ha- I have that boycott Trump app where I yeah. look up all these companies. Yeah, me yeah. Too. and I'm just like, I can't escape some of these. This yeah. is impossible. You yeah. totally can. Did you know that, it, for example, Adidas and uh, Puma and Reebok, they're all like, Adidas and Puma are separate companies, mm-hmm. but they were actually owned by brothers. They were once the same company. Oh, interesting. And um, they, all of those companies don't do any business with Trump organizations oh, cool. which is why it's like i've like switched yeah, but adidas to does business and... with kanye <laughs> that's true and he's yeah. a dum-dum yeah <laughs> but they're the most comfortable shoes in the world like, don't you try to justify uh... your yeezys right now don't you even don't you try to justify those yeezys we can get you some like or sketchers is a very comfortable shoe too the fucking yeah. no <laughs> You will not catch me dead in a pair of Skechers. <laughs> when I wear a pair of Skechers, that's when you know I've given up on life. I just damn I can't. okay I can't. coming out hard against Skechers in this pod. Big stance on Skechers. I'm sorry, but hey, sponsor us. You know, if you, <laughs> you want to come through and sponsor us, uh, I'll put on a pair of Skechers and go to a mic. I just think they're the ugliest freaking shoes in the world. They're just Alex has very strong bro opinions, and that's why I, I have strong bro He's opinions. He's a balance on okay. the podcast. I see. I'm low-key low uh, bro energy. You know, it's a okay. uh, high key sometimes, uh, <laughs> depending on my mood, depending on the subject. Yeah, yeah it's there's... really tough to uh, cherry pick your your battles, man, yeah. because you, we have only like so many resources that yeah. are given to us al- along mm-hmm. this crazy path, and I don't know. Yeah, I mostly just try, like, my, my one big rule, I like I won't use Amazon. I just, like, don't do it. What? I don't do it. I don't online shop. 
I don't online shop. What? If, if I no, I don't okay, at all. Okay. Because I here's here's the thing. I'm straight edge, but I also have a very addictive personality, mm-hmm. and yeah. I know that about myself because there are things that I have like let myself spiral on. Mm-hmm. So like let's what? also well, food's for sure a big thing for okay. me. Um, food's definitely a big thing. Um, shopping. So you don't Uber eats or anything? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Wow. You just go get it. Yeah, I'll go get it. How dare you? Yeah, no, I'll That's go smart. get it. I'll go get it. I yeah. won't do. I won't do that. Because you have to think before you leave the house. You got to yeah. think all the way on the way there. You have to yeah. be mindful of the practice. Yeah. yeah, and it's also like go get your damn shit yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and it I, takes like forty five minutes less time. Mm-hmm. And you're saving. You're 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 helping the environment, especially with Amazon. It's like all the boxes and shipping and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, uh, Amazon is also like um, basically like postal workers are having to work more for like yeah. less money for Amazon. There's mm-hmm. it's unconscionable for a number of reasons. Cuz Amazon promises they can deliver by like yeah. 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. same day. So yeah, I had a postal worker that has to do that. I had a postal worker deliver something to my house from Amazon yesterday that some I'm doing a podcast that somebody sent me a thing from it. Yeah. And it like it was like why am I getting a package on a Sunday? What's happening right now? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. what people get things on Sunday like no, mm-hmm. no, leave it alone. Mm-hmm. So I just, I won't, I won't, I won't fuck with any of the online delivery stuff. Yeah, I've had some disheveled looking kids show yeah. up at my door at like 9 p.m. on a yeah. Saturday to deliver like a phone mm-hmm. case protector. I was like, the fuck it, what? Yeah. Got what there. are you doing, yeah. man? Yeah, that's what <laughs> it's they not need. that serious. I know. Well, I guess it's, t- I'm also like trying to be more conscious of like, do I really need this stuff? Or yeah. is it me spending yeah. money out of anxiety? That's Which is like for sure a big thing. Like that has been something that like I know I can let myself spiral on. Because I feel like I've been, if you've been poor for a long time, whenever yeah. you get money, you want to spend it because you're, you, you, that like hoarder mentality of yeah. like, it needs, to, I, it's going to be gone. So I should spend it now before it's gone. Yeah. And right. I know. It's eating a hole in my pocket. Oh yeah, ab- absolutely. And I, I can I can almost trace like exactly where that comes from in my life. Because like mm-hmm. my mom uh, my mom used, my mom passed away a few years ago, but, uh, when, when we were young, my mom was like, for sure, like a, a secret eater. Like she would always like buy a box of cookies, would have a couple with dinner or whatever. But then that night my mom would eat everything else that was in the house. So me and my brother were always like, and we both, we've talked about it. We both have a thing where we can't keep sweets in the house because we will just like think about them the entire time. Yeah. We're like, they're going to be gone. So we need to eat all of them now because they're going to be gone. And my mom would feel bad and she would never buy them for another six months mm-hmm. until we, she finally caved after we'd been yelling at her about stuff. <laughs> you know, she binge, want- then she'd binge again. Yeah. Yeah. And she'd yeah, binge yeah. again constantly. And it was, you know, a constant cycle. So I just like can't keep, stuff like that in the house at all and i don't think about it if it's not there but if it's there it's just like it's like i hate i dislike being on set because because of a crafty table because i'm Um, like i'm like should i put all of this in my bag and take it home and i'm like mm -hmm. you can just buy this you have five dollars for cookies at any time of the tablecloth and just wrap it up yeah yeah bag and just i get like generations of latino tias in my ear all of a sudden (laughs) and i do put it in my purse and i don't even need it i usually give it away yeah yeah i'm like crazy i'm just like no this is just gonna go waste yeah it's good food you gotta get it you gotta get here oh, no. i will take all the nature valley bars of every set that I'm <laughs> they do have always mm, nature valley they do. bars nature valley bars yeah. are my go-to i'll Mm-mm. take like eight to ten of them and yeah. i'll just eat them all day long yeah for, it, as meals so you're <laughs> a very regular person is yeah. what you're telling me yeah he's <laughs> as regular as the tide yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they have tide detergent there i'll steal that too oh, shit. yeah what if they did have the oh, anyway <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah but i apply like that kind of mentality to money as well it's kind of the same thing for yeah. me where i just try to like not if i try i try to place a lot of rules on myself for it and like it's also a big reason why I like never really like dabbled with like drinking or drugs or anything because I was like, Oh, I know how I am with like things that 
don't that could ruin my life in a way that is like not sexy. <laughs> let's <Right. laughs> let's not even find out if this is something that I'm into at yeah. all. And like, yeah, well, and like I'm th- I'm thankful. I grew up in I, I'm from Maryland originally, and like my high school was very like I went to a public school, but our, our public high school was like one of the five best in the country, and it was like you 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 wanted to be in AP classes like it was like the okay. cool, the cool kids were like getting straight A's and like going to good colleges oh, like that's amazing yeah it, like I'm I'm and so people like were drinking and stuff but it was like not cool to like fuck off and like not go to class and like you know whatever nice it was so it was like very because yeah, when you said the cool kids are like oh yeah the aces I'm like damn all right yeah 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 no like I graduated I think I graduated high school with like a three eight seven and I was 125th in my class. Like, oh, wow. yeah, like it was not, I was like in the middle. <laughs> my school that I graduated yeah. from, you would have been top of the class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just like a big, like, uh, yeah, it was, it, that was a big thing. And then college, I went to film school in Philly and people were so aggressive about drinking mm-hmm. that I was like, why do you want me to do this? You're yeah. freaking me out. <laughs> and I'm also, I've always been a person that is very, um, I dig my heels in pretty hard when you tell me I have to do something. Like I'm a contrarian at heart in a lot of yeah, ways. Of so it's like, if you, if some fucking idiot tells me I have to do something, I'm like, no, nope, it's for sure not going to happen now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I just, I also had like some people in my, like, um, like my, my dad's uh, best friend growing up was an alcoholic and like yeah. he was always around and like, in my head, I was like, oh, if you drink, that's what it looks like. And he was, he had a bad marriage that went bad because of it. And then he ended up like, he lived with us for what was supposed to be three weeks, but turned it into three years. Whoa. Yeah. And it was like yeah. when I was in middle school and he would like steal money from me and like oh, then shit. lie and say that he wasn't stealing money from me. And then, you know, I was like, I'm not a liar. I know where my money was and I know where it's not. And you're the one that would take it. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. So I just, and like drugs weren't even a thing I thought about. Cause I didn't really have any friends. Like people in college, I'm sure did it, but none of my like friend group did. That was like super close. Like they maybe smoked weed, but like weed was hard to find in Philly in like 2002. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Or like there, good weed, I guess. Yeah, there was a time where like the best weed you could get looked like oregano at the bottom of a Ziploc baggie. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was just and really, really bad. Seeds. Yeah, yeah it was all mm-hmm. seeds and stems. I well, sound yeah. like an old woman now. Like, yeah, back yeah. In my day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I don't think I really even knew what weed smoke smelled like until I moved to California. Like, pe- that's how little of it was happening on on, on campus yeah. in Philly. But I also wasn't on campus that often. I had like a couple really good friends and we would just like, we went to concerts and stuff like that all the time. So we were like never really interesting trajectory because you know, you're you're around, you're you're around straight edge kids. Mm -hmm. You graduate and from from like a prestigious school and Mm -hmm. then you go to Philly Mm -hmm. and then you're just like, you you are just like perturbed by all that. You're just like, nah, I'm not going to do any of that. Yeah. You escaped a lot of pitfalls. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty, and I had, had a lot of fun too. Cause I'd go to my, I remember my friend Cameron in college Mm -hmm. who was like, since turned out great. And he has like a wife and a beautiful baby and he's Mm -hmm. doing good. But I remember he would get so drunk at parties that like, he wouldn't like, know who he'd like made out with at parties uh, so i remember starting this yeah, room with me <laughs> i remember starting this rumor with him our junior year that he had um he had made out with this girl in a wheelchair and he'd put his foot underneath of her tire so she, and she <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And, and look look this is like 2000 i wouldn't this is, do this now yeah. but <laughs> i just want to say this oh my god it was almost 20 years ago um but That's he what we call a me two wheels yeah yeah but he believed me Sorry. for the last two years of college until Whoa. I remember when we graduated, like at graduation, I was like, oh, by the way, I made up that wheelchair thing. Whoa. <laughs> so funny. 
Yeah, so I had a blast not drinking in college. I would just fuck with people. He he would he would check himself at parties because of that later. He was like he's like I could never do that to somebody again. Like I should I should say no now. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I love that I do that too. Like sometimes yeah. like I was on a, a phone call with uh somebody just put me on the phone they were like, Hey, this mm-hmm. guy is so drunk. Yeah. And I was like, Hey buddy, you know what you need to do right yeah. now? He's like, What? I was like, you should go into your kitchen. Yeah. And you should bake a cake. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what's the thing he's gonna wake up to in the morning and just be like, what, what the, the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Like seven cakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see drunk people as just like toddlers I can lead into mischief, mm-hmm. which is not good. That's yeah. not good. I'm not the person to ask for help. That's the thing, is I'll convince you to do that thing you super duper regret. Oh yeah. No, absolutely. I'm just like, no, I'll egg you on. You know what you're doing. Like, that's fine. Yeah, you're an adult. Yeah. You made this decision. Yeah, exactly. I think you should ride that roller coaster again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I would usually be that guy that y'all fucked with. <laughs> yeah, you were. Yeah, yeah. 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 What do you want me to do? Oh, that sounds brilliant. <laughs> I'm going to do it two times. <laughs> so, Wheelchairs. <laughs> so funny. I was one of those blackout people. I once... Un, I like came out of a blackout yeah. kissing somebody. Oh, to like come out of a blackout oh my God. with your tongue in a mouth is the funniest. Thing. I, I went, I reached back, I grabbed both sides of his face, and I said, "Who are you?" <gasps> <laughs> Holy moly! <laughs> then I just like stumbled away. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, that's so funny. <laughs> so, what is your um? How do you, with everything, sort of with all of your experience and with like mm-hmm. how you are in the world? How do you um, how do you experience surrender in your life? Surrender? Yeah, sort of like me. Maybe mm-hmm. something isn't like going great, or maybe like with food or with like mm-hmm. how do you how do you you've touched on it a little bit like yeah. how do you surrender the fact that there's just some things you can't do? I mean, I think I've just uh, I, I think I just try to remind myself that I don't really matter that much. And that for some reason kind of just helps me to be like, oh no, you're you're just a blip in the world. Like, yeah, stop taking shit so seriously. <sighs> Humbling yourself, nice. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Good like, approach. yeah, it, it's it's you know, because I think a lot of it comes from this like ego place of like spinning on your own shit and like you want to feel like you have control, so yeah. you just are like, yeah, well, I have control of this self-destructive behavior, and it's like, well, you do, but like, who really gives a shit? in the grand scheme of things, who cares? Right. Like that doesn't matter, you right. know? And, and that gives me, that just feels like it gives me a little bit of freedom just to be like, yeah, whatever. I'm just like a weird, weird animal and like a weird planet in the middle of nowhere that's here for a moment. And like, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that just like help, it helps me a little bit just to be like, you know, you don't need to live this like profound thing that will live on forever, forever. And it just yeah. won't. You know, yeah, because society tells us now we all have to be important, yeah, in order to be okay, yeah, in order to actually exist and matter. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's no. not true. It's about our connections. It's about like, yeah, our love. It's mm-hmm. about our gratitude. But it's not about like, yeah. how many Instagram likes you get or whatever. Totally. Well, we live in such like an in- individualized society now, especially in America, where it's like you are your brand and like that's an individual thing. And it's like, no, I. I'm at my happiest when I'm like collaborating, hanging out with others and like having fellowship with other people mm-hmm. and like giving to others. And like, I love doing that. And it's like reminding myself of that. I'm like, no, these are ways that I, that I feel good. And like that, that is a way to feel like you've made some kind of a difference. Like, you know, it, it it's kind of just like getting outside of, outside of my own ego, it like tends mm-hmm. to help a lot. And, yeah. you know, I just, 
I don't know. I mean, I, I've gotten much better as at it with it as I've gotten older. And I've also like learned to like cut myself a break with a lot of it too, because I think a lot of it with food specifically, I think it, it, to me is also like, um, being a woman, it's difficult because like every time I've like lost weight, I've gotten more attention, uh, mm-hmm. like male attention in the world. And it's like, I hate it a lot of the time because mm-hmm. it, it, that makes me feel like I have like no control in a lot of ways. Yeah. And it's like, I've changed the way I look constantly trying to find like, what is the right way to, what, what is the way that I feel my most myself that I feel like I have like, you know, that I'm living my most authentic way in the yeah. world. Like I remember when I, when I first moved to LA, like I, I had a breast reduction a couple years ago and that was like one of the best things I ever did for myself yeah. because it was like this thing that other people define me by. And the first thing that like strangers saw and the only thing that strangers remembered half the time. I mean, mm. I had so many inappropriate things said to me because of having big boobs that mm. I just like hated it, needed to get rid of it. And I like wow. stopped eating. I, I, my, my food stuff was like fixed for a while after I did that yeah. too, because I just kind of felt like, no, I, that's how I took control of it. Like, it, and it wasn't yeah. like, oh yeah, well I'm just going to like eat a bunch of stuff to make myself unattractive for you people. Cause like, that's right. like, that's my, that's where the contrarian in my brain kicks in. Cause it's mm-hmm. just like, I'll show you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll show you. Fuck you. I'll mm-hmm. put like a layer of fat on and then like, you don't even deserve to know me. Yeah. You know, right. is like what kicks in. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, you don't, I'm too, I don't have time for you. Get out of yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> And like, you know, I remember I shortly, I had like a blonde, long blonde hair when I first moved to LA and I like chopped that off pretty fast after mm-hmm. I got out here. Cause I just right. was like, no, I don't like this. I don't like the assumptions that people bring to the table because of that. So mm-hmm. it's just like finding ways to have control that like feel like they're, um, they actually help me versus like punishing something that I can't actually help. Yeah. You know, but it's just the way the world is. Yeah. Yeah. That's sort of that like young punk rock rage. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I still have so much of it. (laughs) (laughs) I like, I don't, I, 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 I wish I could like tamp it down a little bit sometimes, but it is like that, like punk rock idealist is still so the fire burns in me so hard that I just am like, yeah, don't turn that fire out. Oh no, 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 I, no, I, I I, I don't want to turn it out. I just, every once in a while I'm like, but you could like wear a a blazer in a meeting. (laughs) It would, it would be helpful. Yeah. There's a way to mature with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. There's a way to mature with it. Like, um, as long as it's a leather blazer. (laughs) (laughs) The very first person this podcast ever interviewed was Jack Grisham. And he was like, talk about somebody who's like matured over time. Time. Mm-hmm. And so, and we talked nothing about his career. We only talked about like his yeah. books and like his spirituality and all of that stuff. So there totally. is a way to still have that. Like he was the one who told me to read the Jefferson Bible actually. Yeah. Oh, and cool. he's like, like he's, he's the, um, I think that there is a way to keep that spirit mm-hmm. and, and that like, no, I really want to look into this. I really want to like buck yeah. the authority. I don't want to have to just do what everybody else is doing yeah. and still like be in the world, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think that's a kind of been like what my, my thirties have kind of become is like searching is like figuring that out. You know, it's like, I been in comedy for almost 11 years now. And it's like the first few was just like figuring out how to be good, figuring out what the hell my voice was. And now it's like figuring out how to do it like in, and, and not just comedy, but like applying my trade to a world in a way that doesn't feel like it's comp- being compromised. Girl, we're going to go to a lot of lunches because it's exactly <laughs> where I'm at. I'm like, how do I do this? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, basi- like basically a bunch of my friends got together mm-hmm. and I was like, we got to start a show for comics that don't have representation. Yeah. 
and like that's yeah. it that's the requirement for getting booked you don't have any <laughs> industry connections yeah like <laughs> yeah yeah no totally and you're fire and people should see you yeah <laughs> like that's i i love that i yeah. love that because there has to be again there has i'm trying to unlock mm-hmm. the cool like there has to be a way to do this yeah and not be a totally all these shows in la like oh new faces or anything like yo you got like tv credits you got yeah all, all you got oh yeah you're with yeah. one of the big three what do you mean like you, comics yeah. i should know everybody knows you yeah you got what a machine you behind you already <laughs> like you got a machine behind you yeah mm-hmm. they're just i, I just no, think that, that's that a good thing there mm-hmm. has to be a way for me the way i view it is there has to be a way for me to like yeah. participate in the life beyond my wildest dreams without my addiction getting triggered yeah because that's mm-hmm. what happens is my Same. disease is just like mm-hmm. how do i fix manage and control this oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when i start having to make amends mm-hmm. <laughs> no i 100 yeah. get that yeah i mean it's 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 difficult because I think we we work in an inherently unhealthy industry. Oh yeah, <laughs> in an unhealthy town, so it is mm-hmm. hard to like figure out a way to like navigate that in the right way. I mean, you know, I mean, like it's it, it it's hard. I mean, uh, Mitch Hedberg, you know, he was clean, and then he and then he was forced to go on tour for two weeks, and then he died. You know, it, yeah. it's like we it's you're the priorities that like you need to have when you're a person that wants to live a certain way with that thing in your brain mm-hmm. versus like the priorities that like the industry wants you to have are like mm-hmm. very different, you know? And it's like, it's also like run by so many psychopaths. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's like, no, I like know that. And I don't want to be anywhere near yeah. them too. Bojack Horseman's a documentary at this yeah. point. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. That's the thing. Like my, I have like friends that, like, that don't live in LA that watch it and they're like, I don't really like it. And I'm like, that's it's not for you. No, it's not for you. It's um, it's for us. Uh, I understand why you don't like it because, yeah, I don't like it either. But it's I live it, so it's how La La Land is supposed to happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I just try to like remember that it's like not when I do start getting obsessed with like all that stuff too. I'm also like, yeah, it's not, but it's also not that serious. It doesn't yeah. And I have like fulfilling relationships in my life that I'm like more thankful for. I, I also, I know people that have gotten things on television and had no one that they could truly share it with. that was truly happy for them. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, what a tragedy mm-hmm. to have done that and have nobody that would care to put yourself through that misery and yeah. then have nobody like exactly pat you on the back or say they're proud of you. Yeah. It's yeah. So rough. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I wouldn't, that's not something I want to, that's that is not a way that I'm gonna live my life, yeah. and it's I'm recognizing like where I'm, what I want to be and what I don't want to be. Yeah, you know, and also like I mean my, I remember my my when my mom my mom passed away a few years ago. She had a disease called multiple system atrophy that was like a shut the fuck up. Oh, you know what this That's is? That's what my dad died of. Oh my God, you actually know what this is? I did, yes. Whoa. He had it for like five years, which is like yeah. real, how long was your mom sick? She was bedridden for three, we didn't get the diagnosis until two and a half years before she died. Because it's Parkinson's at first. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. You're Whoa. the only other person I've met on planet Earth who even knows what that is. Yeah, that's crazy. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, no, she was bedridden for three years, and but we, I mean, it had been like a slow decline for a long time before that. Yeah. But like the last the last five or six years it was like really bad wow yeah Yeah. it's 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 terrible it's It's, a fucked disease it's it's fucked yeah 
There's and no there's no march for yeah. that. No. Oh, there's no you don't even have a color. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> there's no color. The color is misery. Yeah. That's yeah. What it is. yeah. Well it, it it's interesting because like I, I was I got into a bigger argument with my dad about this recently, because like he um uh me and my dad get into politics stuff all the time. But I my my mom dying of that actually yeah. has like the thing that really forced me to kind of like embrace socialism in like a big way. Yeah. Because like in a for-profit healthcare market, diseases like that that are rare that like won't make anybody money will never get the research that they needed. Mm -hmm. You know, it it also like Rob Williams died of not MSA, but he had something that was in that same family that was just as rare. He just, he had all the same symptoms, um, but he was also hallucinating fucking nightmares during the day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's, he killed himself because he was like, this is not a life. And like, we live in a system that failed Robin Williams, who is, one of the most privileged people that could ever live in the world. Mm -hmm. And if the system doesn't work for him, then it's fundamentally flawed in a massive way. Yeah. Yeah. Big pharma doesn't discriminate. No, it doesn't discriminate at all. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's like, I just argued with my dad recently, (laughs) but yeah. And, uh, why did I even bring this up? Um, yeah. But when when my mom was passing away, she was like on literally on her deathbed, like upset that she like never lost the weight that she wanted to. And was just Aww. like never, never had been chasing this thing that always eluded her. Yeah. And like even then it was like, this, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like yeah. that stuff doesn't matter. Like mm-hmm. being here with me right now is what matters. Like you being upset that you, what, you don't have, you won't have abs in your coffin? Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like. For no, the gram. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like nobody's going to care about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you know it's a it, it really like fundamentally like changed the way that i that i think about a lot of that stuff because yeah. it was like no i'm not gonna i don't i don't care i don't i don't i, I don't want to let myself care about that stuff as much anymore yeah you know and it's it's been interesting because it is also like it her her passing away set me off in a lot of ways because it was also this like I was actually just thinking about this last night with the, there was a super blood wolf moon last night, yes, everybody. Right. For, I don't was. know when you were listening mm. and it's like, I've seen the pictures. Yeah. Well, and like full moons are like times when you should be like contemplating things that you want to purge and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And one of the things Marie that, Marie Kondo, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. Marie Kondo, the moon. You hear that listeners? I just dropped the Marie Kondo reference. <laughs> Get with it. Yeah. The last week's listeners heard about 15 of them. I'm obsessed. Um, <laughs> I kind of have a problem with her because I really like snooping people's houses and I don't like that people getting rid of their shit that I want to snoop. Uh, <laughs> so one of my favorite things to do is to be yeah. up in other people's shit. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. I want to see your garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I love that as well. That's why the show yeah. Hoarders was such a fantastic. Oh, so good. God, that sting, that like, doo- it just feels so good. Uh, I just, yeah. mm, I'm right there. I'm just right there right now. Y- y'all are hilarious. Dude, one time my friend, my friend Angela used to be, um, building super and she had a, a guy that was uh, a schizophrenic and it was it was really sad he went off his meds um and he he got evicted because he was leaving um butcher blocks of knives in front of all of the doors of all of the women in the oh. building so guess what you get you get out you're you're gone um but he didn't he, it's like yeah the nicest stalker gift ever because sometimes you're just <laughs> yeah. like you know what i didn't need a new knife set yeah <laughs> uh, thank you um but you must have you with every single one of these <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> appreciate it thanks man um pair you <laughs> but when he he was evicted he just like left and didn't take any of his stuff 
So we had like 24 hours before the the owners of the building had like moving a moving crew come in to just throw all of the stuff away. So we got to like go through his hoarded apartment. Whoa. And it's one of the best nights of my entire life. (laughs) Did you take pictures? Were there journals? Were there manifestos? What happened? I will say that most of my Christmas stuff is his Christmas stuff. (laughs) Yes! I took all You're of that his. afraid of like bad juju that's oh, like lingering. It's no. haunted as fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like it's universal remote yeah. super haunted. Yeah. It only goes to yeah. investigation you discovery. Just some, yeah, yeah. You just burn some sage yeah, yeah. over all this stuff. Yeah, exactly. And it's all good now. <laughs> well, one thing I did that I do have that I think cancels out all the other stuff that I took is I took um he had like a a bunch of old photos, like old black and white family oh. photos and stuff. And there was one of like a family reunion, and I used to have it like framed in my house, like on a shelf, because I was like there is no record of this family anywhere yeah. else so i want to just like acknowledge that this family existed yeah and You're i just now your family yeah yeah <laughs> gotta be your family one album. by one they've just slowly disappeared in the photo no, <laughs> but I, I that was my way of being like i know that you were real you were at some point yeah yeah, yeah. and i to me i'm like in my in my head i'm like yeah i think i balanced it out um yeah it's but like an ofrenda yeah, yeah yeah you're helping his 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 uh mm-hmm. his ancestors memories are not dying with him yes where he yeah wherever exactly. he wherever what's he that is. pixar movie coco oh my god weeped yes. <laughs> well, that I is know. a tear fest i told Stuart, <laughs> i was like if you don't cry during this movie it's yeah over. we're breaking up because yeah. oh. then you're really not a person yeah 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 you can't Oh yeah, any Pixar movie if you're not crying. Yeah, yeah. I mean that one especially. If you've lost somebody, that movie gets ya. Woo, gets ya. Woo, weeping, full weeps, oh, right? Full. Just like sobs, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In a theater with children around you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Yeah. I was like, why is that yeah. Tia crying so much? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is what adulthood looks like. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but one of the things that I was t- I was contemplating on like purging and stuff last night um, with, with my mom was like you do not honor her by holding on to her th- to her weaknesses like that is not yeah. a way that she lives on mm-hmm. through you there are like other things about you that there are other things about her that you can like choose to live let live on through you and yeah. getting rid of the stuff that like is the most obvious when because it has caused the most pain you mm-hmm. know and being like that's not like i think subconsciously a lot of me does that where i'm like no but like this is this is her. This is her thing, and she's not here anymore. So it's like a way that she's still a part of me, and it's like, yeah. but she wouldn't be happy if that was like the part of me that she yeah. kept going. You know, my mom was also a very generous person that did a lot of great stuff, and it's like, yeah. no, remember like that stuff. That's yeah. harder, you know, than buying a fucking bag of Oreos or whatever, right? <laughs> you know, to like go and like volunteer and like be of service and stuff like that. But it's yeah. like, you know, that 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 was something I was like contemplating like super hard last night, and it's just like getting that mentality, like mm-hmm. you know. I, I feel celebrating like celebrating yeah. them. Yeah, exactly. And like not not making excuses for the things by making something seem more bigger than it is. It's like, no, that's you know, that that's not a thing that that that, that should be remembered. It should be stopped. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, that's something I went through too cuz I uh, lost my mom last year and Mm-hmm. I would just sit there and think about the tough life that she went through. And I was like, oh, man, you know, yeah. if only things were this way, oh, if yeah. only things were that way, oh, the war mm-hmm. put her in that situation. Instead of that, I was like, my mom busted her ass yeah. to make sure we got here. So mm-hmm. the only way I, I can really celebrate her mm-hmm. uh, her time here is to continue doing that, yeah. working hard and, you know, just having thick mm-hmm. skin with it and just keep it moving. That's yeah. it. Because mm-hmm. she would look down and she said, oh, why are you 
being sad for me. Yeah, stop, yeah. stop that. Yeah, exactly. Get back to work. Yeah, don't feel sorry for me. No, no, I'm a warrior. Yeah, we. Yeah. I got here. I got you here. That's yeah. the mission accomplished. Mm-hmm. All right. Now don't waste oh. your life. Yeah. So that that really helped me get through a lot of those ang- anguishes. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think it's also like, I um, losing a parent. I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I assume you guys are probably the same way. It mm-hmm. puts this like clock in your head mm-hmm. where you're just like i don't got time to waste mm-hmm. uh-uh no 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 no, no. Yeah. yeah i mean like i the idea of spending time like spending a whole day just being hung over just has, yeah. has never really been appealing to me but right. even like after my mom died it's just like that's a day that i'll never get back yeah and i'm like i have to i have to chill out sometimes because i can get a little bit too hard into that because it's that addictive thing where i'm just like no but you gotta work all the time and it's like no yeah. but you have to actively active recover active recovery active relaxation yes. is yes. also it's about being mindful with stuff right but like not not just like wasting the time because you think you'll have it forever it's like no <laughs> right you won't you won't, you know, you, you wish you could get time back, but and right. that'll never happen. Right. Yeah. My dad died when he was 57 and my mom died when she was 53. So mm-hmm. my yeah. goal is just like to make it to 60. Yeah. <laughs> That's just like, yeah. I just want to make it to 60, yeah. maybe even mm-hmm. 62. There you go. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. My mom died. Right. Uh, she, she was like 60 in like three months. Yeah. And she wow. died like a, she died three weeks before my 30th birthday. So it like really put this like yeah. midlife crisis thing in yeah. my head for mm-hmm. a while. I mean, 84 that's... got all of y'all beat. My mom beat all of y'all. <laughs> so, there you go. <laughs> Come on, 84. Uh, there's a lot of work I got to do. To <laughs> make... Long ass life. <laughs> I'm trying to hit 90. You know? Uh, I, I... <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. It, it was this like, okay, cool. There's yeah. a clock in your head now and, now and, and, and readjusting to what that means. And like, I can definitely be like, I'm very chill, but I'm also like very fucking intense about stuff too. Yeah. And like, I'm good at the way that I talk about it with people, but I'm like, if you were inside of here, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I just want to grab people by the ears and be like, life is short. Quit your bitch. And we got shit to do. There's sunshine. Yeah, exactly. Come on. <laughs> like 10 hamsters on three wheels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Constantly, constantly inside. I know. Like I, I literally cannot leave the house without like, looking back at like at my boyfriend and just being like can you do these three things before you leave all right bye (laughs) that is so me i'm like okay so i have my task list and i'm three quarters of the way through it Mm -hmm. also i've created a task list for you because we have a lot of things we have to accomplish just in case you didn't know you're connected to me and i'm accomplishing that's also the house what i live in my wife does the same thing Uh uh-huh Hey, uh, five things. Go. Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, here's your list for the day. <laughs> here's your chores. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Cause, and, and, and here's the thing. You got to fucking do them. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, we're going to have a problem. It's, it's going to be an issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the one thing I'm really, there's this really great book called The Dance of Anger that I just read. And Ooh. it's it's really, it's all those self-help books reference this particular book and this particular writer. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like an 80s like self-help writer. And she even talks about like women's lib has changed yeah. the way that like couples are communicating it's like real Bless. of the time it's great but yeah. she basically it's basically like if you want to see the relationship matrix mm-hmm. 
it's she that's the key that's the red pill like she fully like i've been practicing with that particular behavior yeah not saying anything yeah yeah yeah. because it's the actual it's the cycle of giving the task and then Mm -hmm. the person underperforming and then the person being held accountable it's actually a need that they have Mm. to be reinforced negatively and to actually just if you stop participating in it they'll start um equally performing in the relationship whoa yeah, I need to read this book. Yeah, it fu- it fucked me up for a few days. I would just like walk in the room and just like look at Stuart, like yeah. squint at him, like, yeah. and then just like walk away. He's like the fuck did I do? <laughs> I'm just like, oh man. Uh-huh. Well, because the, the first thing it teaches uh-huh. you is to be curious about your anger. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like if something makes me mad, I just like stop and I'm like, why is that p- pissing me off? Yeah, why am I really mad right now? Why am I really mad? What's going on? Like, mm-hmm. what what am I participating in? What pattern have I fallen into that is mm-hmm. not my intention? Mm. And so to be like, okay, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Damn, that yeah. itself is another humbling thing, too, because your ego will tell you, no, they're, you're mad because of them. And then when you check oh, that yeah. shit, you're like, oh, you're mad because you missed, you didn't get that thing or, you know, yeah. that thing didn't happen or you didn't, didn't get that certain meal. You're like, oh, okay, I'm mad because my own thing and mm-hmm. i'm projecting yeah. yeah definitely that's humbling yeah it's like i can for sure get super self-righteous about stuff and oh, it's yeah. like <laughs> oh yeah yeah i've definitely learned to be like it's who is speaking right now what's happening <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is this about <laughs> then you go into third person mode <laughs> yeah. like, and, and it's great because if you don't have that argument then it still seems to them like you're always right <laughs> <laughs> just stop it <laughs> the thing, i'm sure you and i have this uh similar thing where like we're both so persuasive oh yeah that they're just like you're right yeah i'm totally wrong one time if you ever caught yourself yeah. like this is a good insanity question moment like first off what i want to ask you is like what's been the most insane moment in your journey either good or bad mm-hmm. but i had a moment recently like in the last six months mm-hmm. where i was arguing with my boyfriend and mid-argument went I'm wrong. Why are you arguing with me about this? Tell me. Why are you putting up a fight? Yeah. I'm very wrong right now. I'm worried about you. And then yeah. I, I still turn it around. On him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You're right, but you're also wrong because you're not pointing out that you're right. Yeah. Yes. Like, <laughs> totally. Oh, it's just like, I have to call my therapist. I've, I've malfunctioned. Like, I'm like, beep, I'm, beep. System <laughs> shut down. Turned into little beach balls in my eyeballs. So I was just like, oh. <laughs> Yeah. to go away like what's been your most insane moment oh boy uh i mean stuff like that for sh- for sure because i will uh, my, my, my boyfriend's sober he, he's not in the program so i feel like i can i can say that but he he's he's sober he's been sober for almost seven years Good for him. Wow. yeah yeah i'm really i'm really proud of him um we started dating before he was uh, he he was still drinking and he was like a binge drinker every like couple of like weeks or something mm-hmm. and like I I also like didn't know uh, I I never really dated anybody that drank that much I didn't date a lot I, I like didn't date a lot of people just to begin with just because being somebody that doesn't drink yeah. is immediately a deal breaker for a lot of people yeah yeah so and w- whatever in my younger and more vulnerable years would have been like yeah fuck you too <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i mean still kind of have that attitude <laughs> I, I feel like yeah. that's one where it can just hold true i experienced yeah. that well into my 30s people would yeah. be like oh you do you mean you really don't drink i was like if this is gonna weird you out like yeah, we can get weird. the check we don't have to finish the date yeah like i don't i don't care what uh, 
I don't care what you do as long as you don't vomit on me, bring drama into my life, or hit me with your car. Those <laughs> literally are my rules. That needs to be a bumper sticker. Yeah. <laughs> it's like or all that I want. I it. <laughs> yeah, it's all that I want. If if I am making you feel like you have a problem, mm-hmm. then maybe you should explore that. You know, the number I there's a couple people whose parties I just won't go to because they will just corner me at a party. And just be like, I just don't know how you do it. I just don't. I just wish I could be more like you. And I'm like, I'm upsetting you. And we're in your house. And I'm not trying to be your inspiration. Back no. the fuck off. <laughs> no, 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 no. We've all got our own shit. Yeah. It's fine. Um, uh, why did I? I am all over the place today. It's fine. <laughs> Brought that up. Yeah, your for, most insane moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most mm. insane moment. Um, man, let me think. I mean, I think my most insane moment. Uh, I I used to be, it isn't even with Brendan, because I think I've like chilled this out a lot. I, I used to be, <laughs> this has a little bit of setup. I used to be really, really good friends with um, the lead singer of one of my favorite bands. Uh, I won't say it because whatever. Um, but I was really, really good friends with him. We'd been good friends for like, and it, it was it was that like w- emotional relationship, but mm-hmm. you're not in a relationship physically. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Um, yeah, surrogacy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like, like to the point, like it was crazy though because he he was going through he was going through a bad divorce. We'd been friends before that because used to go see them all the time on the East Coast. They moved out here, and we just had always texted, and we would text more then. And I kind of became like the emotional mm-hmm. person for him. And then he started dating this like other gal that was. Just, I mean, she's still a fucking mess, uh, and we aren't friends anymore because of it. And mm-hmm. I think like our he. He used to come to my comedy shows all the time. He used to come to the open mic that I ran for three years whenever wow. he was in town because he just wanted to like watch me learn comedy. Like it was like it wasn't it was a very two sided thing. Like we were mm-hmm. super codependent. Yeah. But like also had this weird like um like I was starting comedy. He gave me this weird confidence in a scene that felt weird. Like mm-hmm. he also was very um he thought I was so funny. He would like I would like write, we'd write dumb jokes to each other all the time. Cause he thinks he's pretty funny too. Uh, and do. yeah, 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 exactly. Musicians love that. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he would, he would come to, he would come to my shows and he started bringing her to shows whenever she would like mm-hmm. visit. Cause she was visiting out here from Philly and, um, she got, dr- she would, what she would do is she would get drunk at shows, hate that she was not the center of attention. And then um, she would start fights with him saying that comics were hitting on her when she'd go to the bathroom. Uh, And then that would turn into a fight between them. And I'd be like, yo, this is crazy. I'm going to leave. So I stopped kind of like inviting them to stuff. And then he'd be like, I want to come to stuff. I'm like, she's a problem. Uh, It started becoming a problem with our relationship. They came to one last show of mine together that I was hosting at like the old 12 shiny nickels, which is this like underground um, black box theater basically that had was, it was leaking. It was hot or too cold at all times. (laughs) Perfect for comedy. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And they, they brought like two bottles of, wine with them and she she thinks that she invented drinking uh wine with a straw out of a bottle she thinks she invented that she also thinks that she invented drinking booze out of a coffee cup 
She oh. claims that she invented oh. that. What a what a pioneer. Yeah, great person. Um, Has she ever read the AA book that was written in 1939? <laughs> she for, <laughs> for sure hasn't, for sure should. <laughs> really, 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 really should. But um, I think she wrote that too, right? She, yeah, that yeah. Book. Yeah. she invented the 12 steps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, Genius. Yeah, so they come to this thing. They start. They're fighting from something already. Yeah. Immediately, she hates that they're at my shows because she is like, that was very threatened by our friendship. Yeah. Um. And she went to the bathroom, made up this whole thing about how the headliner that night had like put his hands on her and stuff, which <gasps> did not happen. Oh, God, did not happen. Comes back, tells him, he. They start arguing, and he's like, "What the hell?" I go over. I'm like, "Can you please shut the fuck up?" Like, you guys, I'm ho- like, I'm hosting this show, and this is I'm maybe two years into comedy, Whoa. so I'm like dealing with. This is while the show is going on. Oh, this is while the show is going yeah. on. Uh, one, the second to last comic gets up and just starts roasting them. Yeah, because nice. like, shut the fuck up and get out of here. And I just want I I was like, please either go outside or like, please be quiet. Like, this is my work. You're at my job. Yeah. And um, they settle down. And the last guy comes up on stage, who was the guy that she said had harassed her. And he goes on stage and immediately launches into them. And then my friend threw an empty wine bottle at the comic's (gasps) head on stage. Thank God it missed him. And it broke on the wall behind him. Ah. But this was like a dude that was like from Boston. (laughs) And he like ran into the audience. Like it it was insane. And I had to like, I grabbed the two of them and like threw them outside on sunset and was like, walk down the fucking street until I find you. Like, I will find you later. I cannot deal with this. Like, you're Whoa. fucking with my job. What? Go away. Like, leave me the fuck alone right now. And she Whoa. was just like, oh. oh she loved it. Loved she it. loved it. Of course. She totally Celebrated. loved it. Look at me, everybody. Yeah. And, like, I went back and, like, the, the, I mean, that was what the whole show was about. And the guy was just, like, the headliner was, like, ragging on me that they were my friends. And it was this just, like. Yeah. Yeah, and you should. Oh, like that's uh, yeah, you gotta take your licks on that. Yeah, yeah. One. No, I mean Fuck. totally. It shouldn't have happened. It, and every show that he'd come to without her had never been a problem. He fucking loves comedy. Oh, like when God. before before he I moved out here, we would on the road we mm. he'd burn me CDs, I burned him comedy CDs, and we just exchanged oh, wow. stuff all the time. Oh. Like loved comedy. Love it. Loved it. And um it was this like I like dealt with it. I was sorry. The guy that ran the show was like, It's okay. Like I because he he he'd come to the show a lot solo, and he was like, he can come back. She can never come here again. And I like took a minute to like calm down and went and picked them up and had like a very intense conversation with both of them. She doesn't remember, didn't remember. She was like, well, he was being, and I was like, you're being, you're a liar. You're a liar. I know that didn't happen. It never happens. And I was like having this conversation. He for sure knew that I was right about all of it. But they were also leaving the next day to go on Europe for a tour of Europe together for uh. three months. And it like he was like, You're right. He went home that night and wrote me a really long email apologizing again. And we uh then they left for Europe and like it was basically radio silence for three months. And yeah. when they came back, something had changed. And it was like, Oh, you spent three months together and like he made his choice, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was this like, All right, that's cool. I don't and I don't feel bad about it like i did i made the right choice but it was like i should have cut that off earlier i i should have i should have been like you know i think that's the last time that like somebody really that i let a person like that get in inner circle at all yeah and he's got his own shit to deal with obviously right but it's like i should have i should have been like that you're you're an unhealthy person earlier yeah you know and i kind of just like 
let it go on because he was a, a face that was literally on my posters when I was in middle school, yeah. you know? And it was just like, all right, well, not gonna, not gonna deal with this anymore. And that, that I think was like a huge learning experience for me because it was also like, uh, you know, one of my best friends in LA, I moved out here, I didn't know anybody, Yeah. you know? And uh, it, it just was like, all right. And I, 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 he was the most extreme example of like, I think I'd always had a person in my life that was deeply broken for a long time because mm -hmm. of my mom's illness that we didn't understand for a long time. Cause it's like normalizing when you yeah. like continually just have somebody that mm -hmm. fills that role in your life. Cause mm -hmm. then it's like, Oh, that one thing isn't so bad. It's that's just the way that people are, yeah. you know? So, and I, I think he's the last real one that I was like, you need to, figure this out and learn to spot this earlier and start putting up boundaries against these kind of people. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just not safe for you to run into a burning building. No, yeah. you no. already have burns. Or yeah. the, or the yeah, old exactly. wait, wait three text messages or with three phone calls. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Abs absolutely. Yeah. That's and where that boundary could have served. For sure. Well. Yeah. well, and it's interesting cause like we, we, we didn't talk again for a while cause I was like, I'm not, interested in you know whatever i'm just mm -hmm. you're you're we're done here uh and then we were both at a wedding last year it was the first time i'd seen him yeah. in nine eight nine years a long time and it was i i wasn't gonna say anything because i was just like it was a wedding for somebody in in his orbit and i was like i'm in your turf mm -hmm. like they're my friend too but i'm like you want to talk to me you can come talk to me mm -hmm. um and like it was it was weird because he after the ceremony he like came up and like gave me this weird like kind of like half hug like hey good to see you and he like I, like immediately felt bad and was like All right, I'm not we're not talking about this like it's good to see you and then it was funny because my boyfriend told me afterwards he was like that guy misses you so fucking much because he just like kept staring at me at the wedding the entire time uh, yeah mm. and like we just left we like left early on in the reception because I was just like I can't deal with this. I've come further than that, man. You're still in that same place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're still there. And his, you know, his girlfriend now, now wife is like super drunk. And she was just like, Oh wow, you look great. Blah, blah, blah. Like she <laughs> never apologized for anything. And it yeah. was just like, man, bye. Oh, she got, ma he married that girl. <sighs> they usually do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one thing I will say for like comedy and like how long it takes to get good is I am so thankful that if anything happens, it will happen in at least my thirties or forties. Because when, when you become famous, the age I think that you become famous is like the age that you just stop, like consequences stop affecting you in the same way. So you get stuck in this, like your development yeah. gets arrested. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he was just like a 19 year old forever. Cause mm -hmm. he'd had a tour manager that could take care of him yeah. always. Yes, men. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, I mean, it's like, of course, that guy married that girl because when you're 19, you think that's the girl that you're supposed to be with, oh, you know? And you can't see yeah. any of that toxic behavior. No, 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 uh-uh. Yeah, so, yeah, and it was like a moment that I was like, ooh, I gotta figure out yeah. what this, how this keeps happening. Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> yeah. had that a couple of years ago, too. It yeah. was like, it was a thing that I didn't really figure out until I got into stand-up. Yeah, yeah. I totally, with all that experience in your mind, mm -hmm. how do you make decisions in your life? I mean, I think I've, like, learned to trust myself more, like, as I've gotten older, of, like, how I go through things. Like, I definitely... It, I, 
I take a minute to warm up to people sometimes. Yeah. Like there are some people that I meet and I'm just like, oh, you're fucking cool. We're going to get it. Uh, it's, a, yeah. it's a lot of sober people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, like, honestly like I have a lot of sober friends because yeah. it's just like you've been through something. Yeah. A lot of sober friends or people with dead parents. Uh, like sure. honestly, sometimes both. Yeah. yeah sometimes both. Yeah. That, yeah. that, 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 that Venn diagram right in the middle. Those are my mm. BFFs. Sweet spot. I find you at a party. I'm never letting you go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's just like knowing Knowing what, knowing why I like and don't like the things that I like, and kind yeah. of being able to like ex- explain them, yeah, and just being like, I, I know I'm not gonna go to parties. I, like, there's, I, I know what I'm not gonna participate in, yeah, and being okay with any kind of like hit, quote unquote, that takes from maybe I'm not the first person that people think of. I don't give a right. shit, you know. Still There's a lot of thing. being around to be seen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's just a lot of that I'm just not going to do. And like, I think it's just kind of having gone through things, you learn to trust yourself because you like, once you've done it, you're like, oh, I know. I, I've learned to recognize these signs yeah. and like being more. And also like trusting. I've learned to like trust my gut more as I've gotten older. Cause like I'm yeah. I, here's I've, I am generally always right about people at a certain point whether i listen to that voice or not true is the different thing because there will there'll be i've definitely had some people where i've been like i don't know why i'm doing this but i bet all right this is a there's something here mm-hmm. but i'm gonna ignore that mm-hmm. and the more i learn to just like trust that voice because that voice has been through all the experience that i have and like your intuition has no ego you know where it's just yeah. like it's just no this is what i think is true and if you can just listen to that voice a little bit more that has been very helpful for me yeah yeah do you second guess it <clears throat> like when you listen to it you follow through does your brain ever go like maybe you shouldn't yeah 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 it does but like your brain is the your brain is like where like the addiction and the ego lie. Exactly. You know? And it's just like, those are, I mean, they're, it's been interesting to like, just realize those are two very different things. And like your brain doesn't necessarily have your best, your brain wants to protect you, but your brain doesn't have your best, like it's doing its best, but it doesn't have like the best, it has the best intentions, but that doesn't always play out the best in, in life. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, Cause your brain will be the thing that's just like, but you should do this, do that. Like, yeah, you know, go eat that food, go buy that thing. Yeah. It's like, that's my brain thinking that, right? you know, but like, there's also, whenever that happens, there's also another voice that's like, you don't want to actually want to do that. Yeah. And it's just giving that voice more, as much of a platform as my brain sometimes. Yeah. You know, what's been your most um, interesting thing you've learned about yourself so far? Hmm. Uh, that's a good question. I'm, th- I'm, 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 I'm thinking on it. Because, <laughs> like, th- the thing is, my ego is just like, <laughs> there's a lot of interesting stuff about me. <laughs> Let me thumb through my notebook of interesting things about myself. Yeah, exactly. and that's all true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Um, but I think like uh, I, I, I think um, I, I have a, I have a very deep well of empathy that uh, a lot of people don't, and that's not something that I ever like recently I have kind of like learned that I think yeah 
because I've like taken for granted that people think the same way that I do. Yeah. And I've had that come back at me where, where and where I'll be like, Oh, but if you think about this mm-hmm. and people are like, what are you even talking about? I'm like, no, I, 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 I'm very good. I've, I'm very good at like placing context around things. Yeah. And I think that comes from like an empathetic place. And I think that I, I, I never real. I didn't realize until recently how how rare I think that specific thing can be. Yeah. Sometimes, like I, which I think is also me just being very cognizant of like not thinking of somebody's point of view from the place of ego too. Yeah. Where it's like, but let's like let's get let's get how I feel from my brain about this person. Let's like what's really going on with this or something. Yeah. If that makes sense. That's yeah. why I like the program. It really magnifies your empathy. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you, you're forced to care more. Yeah, you yeah. Know, and that's taken sure. me so much further and it's gotten me out of my head so much more. Like anytime I have a problem, mm-hmm. I just turn on, I, I try to solve the problem. If, yeah. I, if I hit a rough spot, then I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go help somebody with their problems. Yeah. And I think that's, it puts you in a really special place because mm-hmm. only you have the power to help that one person at that one specific time. Yeah. And when you can do that, then you get back, you're like, oh, I've lowered all my cortisol levels. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, my brain's healthier. Now I can actually make an effect yeah. on whatever problem that I did have. So yeah, empathy is is rare in this day and age because, you know, like we said earlier, everyone's all about themselves these days. Yeah. And what can I do? How can I get more clout, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And then you forget that people are like suffering around you. Yeah. Yeah, I think it really like helps you like place yourself and can like help you like um combat anxiety to be like let me get out of let me get out of this yeah. right now and like think about what's 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 yeah. happening around me. Yeah, a empathy bit more. is so interesting. Like they make movies about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And like I I I think I was probably in the program in a former life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, for sure. It's like yeah, yeah, how yeah. I feel. Yeah. It's one of because it is like it's one of those things that I'm always like <laughs> the tenets of it are always yeah. something that I'm like, no, I get that. I totally understand all of that. It all makes yeah. sense to me and completely. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What would you say your level of honesty is today? Either with yourself and others. Mm. Partly cloudy, chance of rain. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you struggle with honesty? Um, no, um, I think I think that 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 ego uh, intuition fight is like con- a constant yeah. thing with myself, mm-hmm. and comedy does not help it. No, um, because you know it's it's <laughs> we just work in a very unhealthy industry. <laughs> crazy and the longer that i'm in it the more i'm just like oh man okay i'm gonna really do some work here that's gonna leave a mark (laughs) yeah yeah totally um but i i think it's like it'll it'll be things like i uh i'll i'll get jealous of something that somebody else has gotten but then have to like you know that's my gut reaction and then Mm -hmm. have to stop and be like if you got that right now are you are you in the place that that would benefit you the most right now and it's like no, probably not. You know, I'm not where I want to be in certain, in some aspects that it's like, uh, checking myself on that. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I think I'm very honest when I take that step back, but like my gut reaction is like not as honest as I want it to be. And yeah. like, that's where that's, that's where the cloudiness comes from where I'm just like, okay, you're, I'm still, I'm still going ego first in yeah. a lot of ways. And like, that's just going to be a lifelong struggle with things, you know? And it's, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, like as long as you keeps you alive too. So there's a healthy amount of it is good. It's just you know when it becomes toxic and selfish, that's when it becomes a problem. And when you hurt people, that's Mm -hmm. when it becomes a problem. I try to audibly say like I'm so grateful they got that. Yeah, like I'll like my brain will get that little surge, Mm -hmm. and and then I'll go. For sure. You know what? I'm so grateful they got that. That's so awesome for them. Mm -hmm. And like even Mm -hmm. if I'm like really in pain, I Mm -hmm. will like contact them and be like yeah. i am so happy for you yeah, yeah. i'm so happy for you i'm so happy for you good for you you, you just scream like, out yes that person goes yes and yeah. that's what i do i'm just yeah, like yeah. Oh, that automatic yes yeah. exclamation exclamation mark included i'm just like mm-hmm. yes okay good good well, because yeah one thing i was i was just on the phone before you guys got here and i was like um somebody um nicole amy schreiber just got past the comedy store yeah, yeah. That's awesome. and i was just that's like awesome immediately like oh my and energy like yeah. not even combating yeah. the crazy mm-hmm. i was just awesome. like good for fucking her yeah and i was like and, and then the second little wave came of like if she can do it you can do it yeah yeah and <laughs> of i was course. like awesome yeah yeah like, good yeah. for her like yeah for sure there are some people that like they get achievements and it's a signpost mm-hmm. of hope mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely it yeah. should no, be absolutely for the most part Unless you know, so never mind. <laughs> yeah. With that, like in my like, how do you deal with fear and anxiety? We've talked about it a lot mm-hmm. so far, but like, how do you combat your fear and anxiety, or how do you experience it? Well, I think like I, I'm I'm a pretty I'm a pretty fearless person. Like yeah. I definitely th- I I throw myself into things. Like, um, so I I sometimes have to be careful of not going like being like a, a workaholic on the other side of it. Yeah. Where like when my, when my mom passed away um, after a couple of months, I just, I basically was like, I need to record an album. Cause I had a couple of jokes about her passing away that I was like, these are going to have like a shelf life Yeah, that I don't want to be telling these three years from now. And then to feel the same way as my other jokes. Like I've got right. maybe a year and a half of these jokes and then I want to never say them on stage again. That's so astute that yeah. you realize that. Like yeah. you don't want to like live in the trauma. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I love these jokes. I'm very proud of them. Um, and they're me grieving, but like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I want to eventually stop saying them. Yeah. Um, God, I still haven't even come up with bits about my mom's passing, and I know yeah. I need to. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's fucking. It's, it's hard. A, it's a it's a rough one. I've got I've got a couple hacky ones, but I'm like I don't want that to be out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It might not be a thing that you know. You're not everybody writes those jokes. Yeah, not yeah. everybody yeah. does that. Like yeah, you, 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 see, I needed to hear that. Yeah, yeah, I don't need to. That's what that was my instinct. That I'm mm-hmm. like I don't need to do the immediate Facebook post. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. need to, I can wait a hundred days. Yeah, everybody can just, grieve, grieve the way they want. I was like, I'm going to do this in private. Yeah. That was my instincts, yeah. which mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm sober about that or else I would have been like a fucking wreck in public oh, and yeah. my mom would have probably been looking down on me like, you're being dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> Stop that. You're, you're embarrassing me. You're yeah, dramatic yeah. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but you, I think it's important to honor the shape yeah. of your comedy. Like, yeah. It doesn't have to be the shape of everybody else's. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, yeah mine it's like a four minute chunk on my album that i'm nice yeah but i basically like it it was a daunting task that i was like fuck this i'm gonna go figure out these jokes in the middle of nowhere surrounded by nobody that i know and Mm -hmm. basically just like booked my first national tour like five months after my mom died and was just like i remember the first show i felt very free because i was like i'm responsible for nothing but myself Mm -hmm. and my comedy for the next six weeks yeah oh wow yeah and that was like i I had so many people that was like aren't you scared about being on the road by yourself aren't you and i was like no i feel free there because it's just me i and i i learned to like trust myself more on that trip because it was just like 
this is how it goes. You're you want to be a pro? Let's fucking do this the right way. Yeah. And it, it was like that's wh- that's yeah. That's where you know if you're a pro or not. Yeah, exactly. On the road. Yeah. Yeah, and it just like oh, yeah. I threw myself in into that, and it really kind of helped me. It helped me kind of get over that initial like those first couple like waves of of it, and also like took something horrible and turned it into it made it like slightly productive, and I got something like good out of it. Mm-hmm that I could point to and be like, I'm proud of this. And this would not have happened without this horrible thing. Yeah. So it was just kind of like, I always try to like, like weaponize my fear back on itself in some way, you know, where I'm just like, "Uh uh-uh, no, I'm not scared. You're scared of me, motherfucker. (laughs) Watch what I do to you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh Uh-uh, yeah, totally. Like, you're in here with me, fear. (laughs) See how you feel about it now. (laughs) Oh, my God, I love that. Yeah. What's one thing about yourself you'd like to work on? Like, what's the thing? We would call it a character defect in the Mm -hmm. program. Like, what's the thing you'd like to work on in yourself? Hmm. (laughs) Hmm. Um, I think uh, I've gotten much better at the boundary thing um, and and like listening to who people really are, I think. I think like the food, food stuff is still a major thing for me. Yeah. And I think. Uh, What's your go-to, by the way? Oh, I've got a sweet tooth. Uh-huh. But like it's it, it's my, been ingrained in my, my entire life. I remember being a kid and me and my dad her, had our own bottles of Hershey chocolate syrup that we would like chug together. Oh, like oh. I, have, I have mainline sugar. <laughs> oh God, just since just I was a child. IV tap, just wow. yeah. Wow. I mean, it's it's for sure. I mean, and it's it's the most. It's so fucking addictive, and it's yeah. in everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's also like you know it's. I've I've been able to quit sugar completely a couple of times and I feel mm-hmm. so fucking good. But then mm-hmm. it'll like it, something will happen and I just kind of start itching. Yeah, exactly. And I've mm-hmm. like I've I've gone to a few OA meetings just to see if it feels OA, OA yeah, uh, overeaters, yeah, ah, to see if that okay. feels right for me. But it doesn't. It just doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not. That's not. I I don't think that's my thing because I don't. It, it, yeah, it just doesn't. It doesn't quite feel right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, when I go to therapy and talk about it, that feels right. For when a lot I kinda, of people, yeah, the, yeah. When I can yeah, afford re- therapy, then it's trying right. to rewire yourself. Yeah, for to sure. Live a healthier life. That's yeah. better. So I think that. I mean, that get, getting around that, and I've gotten way better at, with it as I've gotten older. I think it's just going to be like th- those things are just kind of like that, and like. Cause it is all it, that, that, that trigger is like so many different things for me yeah. where it's like, it is just wanting to like hide in plain sight. It's also when I'm like stressed out, if I do too well at something, I feel like I need to like even myself out with mm-hmm. it. You know, if I do badly, I feel like I need to punish myself with it. So it's like so many different wheels. Of the, yeah. Along it's the like spoke. a Swiss army knife of yeah. emotions. Yeah, exactly. One so, of my yeah. friends, he recently friend of the podcast, Jay light, uh, mm-hmm. one thing that, me and him worked on, he's my sponsor, and mm-hmm. what he did as an experiment to quit smoking is that he wrote a letter to the cigarette. Mm, wrote a I, like le- so I was like, whoa, okay. Because yeah. he had me write a letter to a couple of institutions I like that. that I can't just like go there and burn down and like yeah, the yeah. DMV, you know, you can't do that to the DMV. <laughs> totally. So, so I, I, I wrote a letter to the DMV <laughs> for myself on why I, I like hate it so, so much. <laughs> why? And I was like, okay. 
So yeah. when it came back around to him trying to quit mm-hmm. smoking, I was like, oh, yeah, why don't you write a letter? He's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a good idea. I mean, I think mm-hmm. it is like I... I was literally like journaling last night about uh, this stuff specifically. Wow. Yeah, so you're ahead of the game. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying. I try to be like. I mean, I really, <laughs> former life uh, <laughs> member. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like I, I definitely am like you know trying. I keep to... screaming Bill in my name. I don't know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> in my sleep, I mean. <laughs> totally. Well, I think something that I that I also like need to be be better about too, and like I, I, uh, I. I my, I'm trying to think of the best way to like put this. I, uh, I'm very in touch with like a lot of my like masculine characteristics. I'm not uh-huh. as in touch with a lot of my like feminine characteristics as a person mm-hmm. because like my mom was sick for so long mm-hmm. and then that started, I mean, when I was in high school right. stuff was wrong. We didn't know what it was. And I mean, also my mom was like, super Catholic, very religious. Yeah. So like we butted heads about literally everything right. and like never really, had a good had a good relationship at the end because it was like let's come to an understanding yeah but it was never great i mean my dad had been like tight forever yeah even though we disagree about a lot like i can i'm very honest with him so like feminine strength is something that i have a hard time with Mm -hmm. and like recognizing that side of myself Mm -hmm. is something that i like need to work on a lot mm-hmm. and has has been like that's been like a journey that i've been kind of like the last few years trying to be like okay but what does like this mean because i also yeah. had like i had a really great awesome grandmother but my other my mom's mom was like a horrible person too yeah <laughs> she was bad and my and my like really good friend grandmother died when i was i just graduated college mm-hmm. and like we were we were best friends but then like she she was also like very like like uh kind of masculine too mm-hmm. so it, it had feminine traits but it was it like i my my relationship with like the my feminine side of myself was something that i have yeah. need to do a lot of work on yeah yeah i love that yeah yeah I, yeah i feel it i've mm-hmm. been there yeah i am there and i yeah. do a <laughs> quote masculine job too i'm surrounded by dudes all the time yeah it's you know? really easy to just be like yeah and, and you see yeah, some yeah. people become kind of ultra feminine in the world yeah and then you see some people kind of like mm-hmm. or like really feed off of male attention and yeah i've definitely gone that route and mm-hmm. then i've felt myself kind of like pull back more and more and more yeah on that and it's like kind of defining like mm-hmm. how you want your sort of your gender strength to like play out for sure because it is an issue people do yeah. see it when you walk into the room mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> well and it is like i mean so much of it was tied up with like when i i remember specifically in like eighth grade going to like a class marching band like a band field trip that was like at a water park and all of my guy friends started treating me different and i was like to me like getting big boobs i associated it for so long with losing my guy friends that it was like all right this is isolating like it so many things about that whole process were just like fucked up and isolating and i I still i i I, you know i i dress like a dude on stage a lot of the time you know not not a dude i dress like you know uh casual casual yeah yeah. Yeah. but i'm i'm cognizant of like i don't wear dresses on stage like there's stuff Mm. that i don't do like because i I just that has happened multiple times in my life where it's like, oh man, like I, you can't be my friend, or you're my friend until you get a girlfriend, and then you're not my friend anymore, and then it's like, okay, cool, awesome. So I just wish we could just be all balls of light and just like not have bodies. 
That'd be nice. <laughs> Just can't wait till I'm dead, you guys. It's going to be great. <laughs> you want me to be a lantern? Yeah. <laughs> Brainy Posey is going to be the best ghost ever. Yeah. My, uh, my ghost half hour is going to kill it. <laughs> Comedy of, Central's first ghost comic. What we're really looking for now is ghost talent. Um, yes. Yeah. So how are you? Cool. Um, do yeah. you die? Is yes. that like a thing oh, yeah, you could do? Absolutely. Okay, all right. Absolutely. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's the what? next level of diversity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> LGBTQ G. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. A straight white woman, that's not enough. What if I was dead? <laughs> oh, we're listening. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, you'd, you'd get a pass at every club. Urn in it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's just an urn, like top, pop it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's a prop comic too. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. You need a stool for my urn. Yes. Oh my gosh, that America's Got Talent set's gonna be fierce. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> so, what is your um, like? What is your experience of forgiveness? Hmm. Well, these are all happy mm-hmm. questions. Sorry about that. No, 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 no. It's mm. it's it's good. I you know I'm. Hmm. We get uh, into it. I know. I I I, lo- I like it. I love having these kind of conversations. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. good. Yeah. Don't you wish you could just cut through the bullshit with so many people and Literally be like everybody? Yeah. Like yeah. let's really talk about what's going on. Yeah. I'm the person at a party that's like, so who's dead? Let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't want to join this circle? Okay, fine. <laughs> I just saw three murder documentaries. Yeah. Let's talk. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, okay, cool. A lot of good choices in there. I say. <laughs> um i i think i'm very i'm i'm pretty good at forgiveness i'm not great at forgetting Mm. you know where i will be like i forgive you for that thing but you that that also means you will never be as close as you were Mm. it's not a bad thing yeah yeah i don't i don't think i don't think it is um but it is like i yeah i you become a different category to me and, yeah. that, and I, but and, and forgiveness for me is also more just like, I don't want you to occupy that space inside. It, yeah. I don't want to fester on you anymore. Mm-hmm. So I will forgive you for, for me, not mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. You know, so I'm kind of like a little bit like the mafia. In that way. Yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, give you, I'll see you around. But don't ever be on this side of uh, <laughs> yeah. Water Village. Yeah, exactly. I was like, <laughs> when no. When you come into town, you let me know you're here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. My, my, my grandmother, my, my good grandmother, uh, she used to do this like, um, if you bring up somebody or something, she would just have this like final word. She would just go, and she had this little like hand gesture where she would just like turn her hand like she was like cuffing your ear or something, and she'd go, "That's it," and she was just done. Oh my god, they wow. do they do yeah. that in Vietnam? Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, they do that when when people are trying to do business with you or they're trying to sell something. They just yeah. done. Yeah, they're just like, no, don't yeah. want, don't literally. If you come at Whoa. me, like this is the ultimate goodbye. Yeah, like, that's crazy. Man, yeah, no, that was that was her. Just like, no, I'm done with that. I'm done with that person. They don't they don't get any more of my time. He who yeah. shall not be named. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely when my mom passed away, I have this one really shitty cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, she's all the, when yeah. a family member dies, Ooh. all the assholes in your family come out the woodwork. Oh, mm-hmm. God, man, <laughs> so bad. Um, mm-hmm. I, I have a really shitty cousin that uh, is. She's older than me. She's probably like, I think she's eight or 10 years older than me. So she's like 42, 44 now. She was like f- around 40 at the time. Um, 
And uh, she, so I live in LA. My family is from Maryland originally. So my, my mom, my whole family is there. I'm the one that moved away. Yeah. And before, so, so my cousin to, to, to set her table properly, she, uh, my aunt, her mom um, married a guy that was in his thirties when she was 18, right out of high school. Cool. Uh, he was a real piece of shit. He used to beat her. And that, those are my cousin's parents. They got divorced and my dad like threatened to kick the, guy, the guy's ass if he ever came back. Like, so then she was raised by a single mom, got into drugs, tried to, uh, uh, trap a drug dealer in Baltimore with a baby. Guess who doesn't give a fuck about having a baby? Yeah. Um, so yeah. So my aunt ended up raising that kid. Tried to trap a drug dealer by having a baby with them. Yeah. Wow. That's next level batshit. Crazy. Yeah. 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 No. No. My cousin's a real. She's a real piece of work. Never done any work. She had a second kid with another guy who did marry her. But then, like, that went bad because of a number of reasons. And then, like, uh, she's, anyway, she's... Didn't a, have the right drugs. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, no. She's just a bad, she's a bad kid. Uh, she's a bad person who uh, has uh, fucked up two kids really badly uh, mm -hmm. who are... Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll see what happens with them. Mm -hmm. um, but my cousin, um, before I was born, I'm the oldest in, of the kids in my in my dad, in, in my family. Um, How many kids? Uh, two. Me and my brother. Yeah. Uh. Um, and we're like three years apart. And uh, before I was born, my dad and my mom would like take her around because like she had a single mom. And they were like kind of mm -hmm. like a surrogate parents. And like they Aww. took her to amusement parks and yeah. did all this stuff. So she's really close to my mom growing awesome. up. And then she was always at her house, even like during her trouble years and stuff. Like my dad was always like really, really good, really generous and took care of her as much as he could. And like, um, but when my mom got sick and when she became like bedridden, she would come over to the house, but she wouldn't go upstairs to see my mom. And she just like didn't want to quote remember her that way. So she just like would mm. would like come over and like eat free food or whatever. And you could hear her from downstairs. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. And just was like just frying up everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just doing whatever. Just wouldn't come upstairs to see my mom. Just like didn't want to deal with it. Just, Using like, the blender. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And I remember I mean, we she was she's also like a racist garbage person like she's a bad person like we never got left in, their town no no yeah. never left her town worse people yeah we got into we my my uh my mom was still alive because she was she was upstairs because we got into it on i think the last thanksgiving i was home um she <laughs> she called obama the n-word at thanksgiving Ugh, yikes and I told her to go fuck herself. I told her everything that I thought about her. And then I took my plate upstairs to go finish eating with my mom. I was like, I will not sit at this table with you if this is the way you are. Everybody else should also leave. You do not deserve to eat with anybody because you're a trash person. Yeah. Basically went off real hard on her. She's <laughs> go eat in the white house. Yeah. yeah. This. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now you could. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you just got to have fast food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So garbage person. We've butted heads mm -hmm. forever. Um, so, I did not know that my, that she had never gone to visit my mom upstairs until like six months before my mom died. And I don't remember dreams like ever. Like I, I, I have this thing called aphantasia where like your mind's eye is blind. So like you can't, I can't physically picture stuff and it affects okay. dreams basically. Like okay. it's just black when I sleep at night. Oh, I just wow. don't remember dreams. Um, every once in a while, like something will come through though. <laughs> but like maybe four dreams in my entire life. But I had this recurring dream for the last few um, months of my mom's life where I got into a fist fight with her at my mom's funeral. 
And like the few dreams that I do remember are always these like very mundane moments of deja vu that always yeah. eventually come true. Yeah. So like yeah, the entire, I that too. yeah, it, it, it like, yeah. It, like I could have a dream that was just like me just picking this up and just looking at it for mm-hmm. a second and it would just be this shot mm. and, and, and then when you're yeah. like later doing on it, in your life, you're like, oh, I've been here before. Like, I've been here before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like that that's the majority of what my dreams are. This is the only one that I've ever had that like was that vivid and like I worked very hard in the moment to be like, do not get into a fist fight at your mom's funeral. <laughs> oh man. Do not do not do this. So I just kept avoiding. Don't become her. true Marilyn. Don't become true Marilyn. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just kept going to a different room every time she was like in our room. I was just like, I can't, I gotta get away from her. I told my dad and my aunt too. I was just yeah. like, understand that she needs to stay away from me. Um yeah. and it's like I I don't like the way that feels. I just didn't yeah. like the way that yeah. felt. I hated it. And I just, you know, have she has built a world of misery for herself. Yeah. There's nothing that I could do, even if I beat her ass, which according to this dream, I fuck her up pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you do. <laughs> but there's there's nothing that I think that I could do that would hurt her as much as she's hurt herself. No, an ass whooping yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah. Does. Yeah. I mean, here's don't the hold th- it against yourself. Don't hold yourself back. Yeah. If the opportunity presents yeah. itself, I, smack yeah. the shit out of her. I, th- I think you're on the right track with the turn the other cheek. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Well, I w- what I will say is I have realized that I never saw my mom's body in that dream. So it might not have been her funeral. It could have been anybody. It could be somebody else's funeral. It could have okay. been her funeral that you dragged out of her casket to beat her ass while she was yeah, in the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good to know. yeah. So I like her. After the funeral, I had this moment where I was like, and then I like was thinking about it. I was like, I don't know who's, I don't know whose funeral it was. Oh God. Oh man. Yeah. So, but I mean, she also the rest of the family, she, she like fucked my brother out of money. Uh, cause he's like Aww. a contractor. She like screwed him over out of like $30,000. So ah. nobody else in my family talks to her anymore either. So it's like, yeah, it won't be a concern. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. Oh, some um, people need to be hit more. Jesus. <laughs> nice sock to the face. Just doesn't that help. would make the world a better place. For sure doesn't help. I forgot who, what comedian had a bit about That's that. He, he, kids with MAGA hats. No, no, that does not help. No, he said no. every year you should be you should be forced. Like for for example, when you go renew your driver's license mm-hmm. or something, you should have to stand in front of that blue screen, and then yeah. the DMV lady comes up and just socks you right in the chin. Just oh, I don't like wh- that. I don't like that. Yeah. Either. I don't like no. that. <laughs> I think it's much. hilarious. Is that what happened to you at the DMV? Is that why you had to write a letter for the DMV? It comes full circle. I got socked at the DMV. So yeah. mad. I mean. I mostly just wish that she'd gone to therapy when I told her to when yeah, I was like yeah, 10 years old. That's another choice. That's, yeah, yeah, that's 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 yeah. the better choice. And I've like I have like both of her kids. I've, <laughs> I have I have been the person that has been like they need to be in therapy. They need to be in therapy. Yeah. But I'm also the California woo woo. So you know, yeah, do what yeah. you're gonna do. But yeah, that's that's the Texas in me speaking. No, no, yeah, I just yeah. gotta get socked in the mouth once or twice. <laughs> You'll be fine. I will sock say, that Jesus into you. I, I never got hit, and my dad also never raised his voice at us. Like I was nice. never I was never yelled at. Like I. Which is funny because now as an adult, if another adult yells at me, my reaction is to laugh at them and walk away because I just have never my I I was spoken to sternly and I got in trouble, but it was like yeah. a a measured like that measured anger. Yes, like terrifying, terrifying. That's the terrifying. Yeah, anger. because it's mm-hmm. like you know that I am holding back, and mm-hmm. it's like it's like when you don't see the monster versus when you do see the monster, and you're mm-hmm. like, I don't even know what is possible. Thank you for not showing it to me. Right. Oh my god. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's funny because I've been like yelled at by adults a couple times in my life, and I'm just like, 
the fuck do you think you are? Oh, that's so disconcerting when someone thinks they're like, they got a hold of you. You're oh, like, ah, yeah. you're an idiot. I just it's straight true. up laugh. It's I, so funny. I'm like, I don't, why are you yelling at me? Like, there's nothing I can hear you. than an adult yelling because it's oh, yeah. like a tantrum. It's like mm. a you lost control. control. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you lost control, buddy. That's what's happening right now. I see it. When people scream at me in traffic, I just give them a thumbs up. Oh, yeah. That's just so nice. Yeah. There's like, what? What? No, you're supposed to be mad. I'm like, no, thumbs up, buddy. Yeah. Have a great one. Have a nice day. That's helped yeah. me a lot, too. Yeah. 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 For sure. Um, but I like uh, that, that feeling towards my cousin. I like it, like, uh, it definitely like for a while was really kind of consuming me in a way that I was like, I don't like the way this feels. Yeah, it's gross. So for not for you, but for me, I'm going to forgive you because you're not worth it. Mm-hmm. it for me, it feels like my heart is resting. Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't like the way this isn't who I am. This isn't the yeah. version. Of, and the way that, you win if you make me more like you mm-hmm. don't yeah, let people you steal know? your peace yeah mm. exactly so it's just kind of like no i want nothing to do with that amazing yeah what's your like weirdest sort of amends or apology you've ever had to give in your life hmm. <laughs> that's a good question And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, this is my ego kicking in. I'm like, well, here's all the time people have apologized to me for stuff they've done. <laughs> like, no, that is not the question at all, you fucking psycho. <laughs> That's chapter two next to interesting facts about me. <laughs> I know, I know, seriously. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, my... Uh, yes, in co- yeah, in college, um, when I, so, uh, I had a, uh, car accident, um, me and a bunch of my friends are going down the Jersey shore, um, and, uh, the brakes stopped working on my car. I think I've heard this story. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. It, it's hilarious. It, it's a very funny accident because no one was hurt. Um, but, uh, I came off of this exit ramp and, um, uh there was like half a mile between us and like a red light so like we couldn't go through it was opposing traffic was like we had the red light and um i had a uh 89 buick station wagon with a hatchback in the back so i had people sitting in the back so i didn't want to like if i was like if i and i was also 19 at the time so like in my mind i was like well if i pull the e-brake i'm gonna get rear-ended and then my friends are gonna get fucked up in the back so I started kind of just like, I put the car in neutral and I was like slowly just like wind, trying to like slow it down. Pace car style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also did not tell anybody in the car what was happening. So. <laughs> no, that's super No, no it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I see, I see. The last thing you need yeah. is a full station wagon full of panicky teenagers. That's like mm-hmm. literally what happened. In my mind, was I was yeah. like, they're all going to panic. So I just didn't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. thankful for them that we were going to the shore so everyone had a sleeping bag and a pillow on their laps. So everyone was like, good. Oh. Um, little airbags. Um, but oh. I, I ended up running into a uh, an empty short bus, <laughs> and, and then so <laughs> at least it was empty. It was empty. I, I saw that it was empty, but that's what I hit. So it was like a short uh, bus. I hit this bus, and then I had like a turtle top full of uh, <laughs> like snacks for the shore. So it was just like fucking boom. Doritos. Just <laughs> <laughs> the most insane looking. And my my car was like Buick station wagon, thick wood paneling. I had the windows tinted drug dealer black. Like nice. it was an insane accident. Um, everyone was fine, but um, the people that were in that in that car, um, I had uh, this this guy that I, w- I was good friends with who had just gotten back from um, 
fuck, 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 fuck. Uh, he was, he was, he's uh, from Germany originally, joined the army, and he was in Uzbekistan. I could not think of the name of the place. Uh, he had just gotten back, and like we, we'd become like really good, <laughs> have this pattern of like becoming really good friends with the guy and yeah. becoming mm-hmm. emotionally attached. And like, it was like a, maybe something might happen this weekend, but like, I, I he, he definitely always had feelings for me. I didn't really know how I felt because now that he was back, it was like crazy to Different. be like, whoa, mm-hmm. you're here. This yeah. is intense. Mm-hmm. Um, and that crash happened and like, it scared the fuck out of me because I, I had it together until like, until I made sure everyone was okay and then I like lost my shit completely. Yeah. And um, my friend Cameron was, was there, the wheelchair guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, <laughs> He he was also like one of my best friends in college. He's a fucking yeah. he's a fucking idiot, but he's like one of my best friends in college. And um I like was on painkillers and it ended up hooking up with him that night. And because to me it was like there was no emotion attached. It was just this like I needed to feel like I was alive for a minute. Yeah. It was like that thing, and I'm probably don't need to be prefacing it this much. But I for sure like broke that other dude's heart. And he was like deeply upset about it. And I like apologized and was like, I I'm sorry. There's just like, this was not how things were supposed to go down. It's probably the worst thing. I mean, one of the worst things I've ever done. This is what happens when you're sober. Your apologies are kind of boring. (laughs) But it is, but it was like, I mean, I, you know, genuinely Mm -hmm. still felt bad, even though he's like married and has a great life and stuff. And like, we're like friendly now, but it is just like, I don't know. Yeah. That, that's like, that, that was a selfish moment that, I don't regret, yeah. But also was like not handled the best way it could have been. Yeah, yeah. Definitely had those moments. Oh yeah, for sure. And it it was like it was just like you know a a fucking stupid week. It was just a stupid weekend of just like what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I almost just died. This is like there's no emotions really wrapped up in this. Cameron's an idiot and he knows it and I know it and we're still like best friends, you know, but like this, I was like, I, this is not how a relationship should start of any kind. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The trauma bonding would have been way more detrimental, Mm -hmm. like long term. Yeah. 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 So I was right. Yeah. (laughs) No, you, you set that little birdie off in the right direction. It's all right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's probably, yeah. Probably my biggest, my biggest apology. Wow. Yeah. How do you maintain your, we're getting toward the end. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Talk about the How, shit forever. We're talking about me. It's great. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> You're crushing it. This oh, is yeah. a good yeah. podcast. I'm really enjoying this. Um, Thanks. How do Same. you maintain your, like, your center in mm-hmm. the day-to-day basis? Like, how do you maintain your, like, how do you keep Brandy Posey on yeah. track? I mean, I have a... Uh, There's stuff. I mean, I there's stuff that I like to do every day to kind of have a practice of it. Like I, I try don't do it every day, but I try to journal as much as possible mm-hmm. just to like not morning pages because I don't do three of them because my <laughs> I, I write by hand so little that the th- writing three pages would kill my hand. Yeah, that's so, funny. <laughs> so I just write like a page or whatever my thoughts are in the morning. Yeah. I try to just like get whatever out um, in the morning. Um, uh, I try not to look at my phone until after I've walked my dog for the first time. Oh, that's so right. smart. Yeah. Yeah, smart, yeah. 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 I try, I like my phone charges in another room. Oh, like, what? Yeah. What are you a genius? Are you? I just, no, I, I just, I, I, I don't have Facebook on my phone. I, 
I have Twitter on it right now, but I usually have Twitter off of my phone. Yeah. And we'll just use desktop, whatever, on my computer. Yeah. Um, game changer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge, huge, huge game changer. Oh, my um, gosh. So I, like, try to do that stuff because it's, like, I I know where, where I spiral in, yeah. that, in those places. And I don't like that person that it makes me. Um, and then I – so I just try to, like – that's how I try to start my morning. Um, and just try to, like uh, – I have a couple of like playlists that are like, yeah, this is my shit. These are, these are the songs that like I loved when I was like at my most powerful or like when, when they f- yeah. make me feel like I'm there. They're your powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's just, just like tapping into that. Like I, I know what I like and yeah. I just try to like remind myself to, and I, I've gotten way better at this now that I'm like further into comedy about being like, you don't need to do it every single night. Um, you need to be a person too. What are the things that like, that you love doing like as a person and stuff like that. So I'll try to like schedule like, um, like dumb movie nights or like, I love, I love seeing live music. So it's like, I I will actively look to see like when things that I want to see are coming to town and stuff like that. And try to have like at least one thing a week that is like a non comedy thing that I want to do. Yeah. Me time. Yeah. 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 Me time. And just like, you know, I, I got into comedy because I loved comedy. Like I, I love like what are the things that you love to do that like I still want to be like a fan of things that I'm a fan of. Yeah, and not be like the product consumed. <laughs> no. Right. Yeah. It's so easy to get jaded about it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So I try to I try to do that. Like, um, that's definitely a, a big thing. And then just uh, just trying to know when to just create space. Like I. I don't know if I'm, I think I'm the introvert extrovert thing is kind of difficult. Cause mm-hmm. I, I think I like, I, I'm an introvert cause I like feel like I, uh, I, I like, I need to like, uh, uh, recharge alone. Mm-hmm. There's this really, um, specific, uh, <laughs> there's this Robert Downey Jr. article, um, when, um, Iron Man, the first one came out. Yeah. It's a Rolling Stone interview. And it's it's right before the movie comes out, but it like press screenings had happened. Yeah. And it's him kind of just talking about how when he because at that point in like his life, he was very like like the the studio wouldn't pay his insurance because he was such a like like mm. that that he he was such a liability at that point. Like John yeah. Favreau paid for it personally basically wow. yeah like yeah, he was doing all the coke yeah he was doing all the drugs and everything and he had gotten sober and he was like you are iron man like you are the guy it needs yeah. to be you and he like he was so he's like newly sober going through this crazy thing and he talks about how like he just like pictures himself whenever he started he needed to felt overwhelmed he would just picture himself as like a lizard on the rock in the desert just soaking up the sun because he like needed the sun to like run to the next rock yeah and that's like this weird visual that is like stuck in my mind constantly so like constantly go back to just being like you're a lizard on a rock you're a lizard on a rock and like that just puts me yeah. in a really good place to be like you're just sitting here soaking up the sun man that's what you need you yeah. need to soak it up because that's how you get to the next place because where your energy comes from yeah yeah so i'm just a little lizard over here <laughs> yeah it's with it's, your heat lamp <laughs> yeah yeah exactly it's just this funny little i just remember reading that in an article and it just like hit me really well and yeah. i was like i love that i'm just gonna think about that i think about it all the time that's amazing yeah i love that what's yeah. your like relationship do you have like a higher power no higher power spirituality i mean crystals yeah i mean i've been trying to figure that out because like mm-hmm. i was I was raised, uh, I was raised Methodist. Um, 
and I did not like it. I, I don't like that kind of organized religion. I think, mm-hmm. I think Jesus is pretty cool. I think it's mostly just be fucking cool to people. I yeah. think I like, I, I don't have it defined very well. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, Large groups of people all like chanting in unison make me want to die. Uh, <laughs> I just I, I can't handle it. <laughs> I t- I real I really can't handle it. Um, even like at my mom's funeral, like I remember like talking to the priest and being like, "We're not doing any of that shit. I don't. It upsets me, and we're not doing it here." <laughs> yeah. No peace be with you. No, no, none of that. None of that stuff. I was. I just. I just. just it. Yeah. People saying that 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 monotone sound of everyone mm. not even meaning it, but mm. like just we're saying it because this is what Super we say culty. right now. It feels it really makes my yeah. skin crawl. Um, that, like that billboard joke. Yeah. Uh, you say the things we say when we say yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and you can go home and play with your toys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it just always. I mean, I remember like religion growing up was like uh, I. I was the first kid in any of my Sunday school classes that could read really well. Yeah. And the other kids tried to make me feel bad for it. And I remember being like, oh. I'm a really good reader. I'm not going to feel bad about that. Hilarious. That's weird. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> the they fuck? were just like, oh, I guess you're going to call him Brandy again to read the scripture. And I was like, sorry, I'm a yeah, good reader. Yeah, because I crush it, yeah. you dimwit. <laughs> yeah. Sorry my parents loved me enough to yeah. teach me how to read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember being like a little dick like that. About it. I just I just remember being like, uh-uh, you're not going to make me feel bad about this. Yeah. yeah you're not going to ruin yeah. God's word. Don't ruin God's yeah, word. Totally. Well, yeah. and nobody wants to listen to, you know, Jared over there stumbling yeah. over, sounding yeah. out a scripture. Seriously. Oh, oh, Jesus and Corinthians. <laughs> yeah. We got shit to do. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you don't make it make me feel bad for being smart. <laughs> Uh uh-uh, uh, not gonna happen. <laughs> I'm glad I was smart. That's um, right. But I and I also rem- I remember like that very early on, and then I remember in in first grade, I remember us studying the um the creation story, and I had a really hard time wrapping my brain around like the idea of I was like, so what was God just like in a dark room by himself? How did he get in the room? Like because they were like, <laughs> so in the beginning there was God, and I was like. But like, how did he get there? And was he just like by himself for a long time? Like, yeah. who put him there? There, yeah. there must be a super god. Of yeah. some <laughs> Who's his manager? I want to speak to his manager. Yeah. And I just remember my Sunday school teacher and me like, you just need to believe that this is what it is. Uh, and I, I remember being like young enough to be like, yeah, but like that's how you end up in a van. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. yeah, I was like, this I've is, heard about this puppy situation. Uh-uh, <laughs> this is stranger danger. <laughs> There's no Kit Kat bars yeah. in that windowless van. <laughs> yeah, so I re- I just remember being very young and being like, I think this guy's this teacher's full of shit. <laughs> so I just like checked out of Sunday school, and our deal. This is also like a food tie-in. Our deal was you go to Sunday school and church. Um, you get to go to Dunkin' Donuts afterwards. Oh shit! <laughs> so it was just like, all right, oh, I'm just gonna man. white knuckle my way through these hymns yeah. until I get my yeah. my fix. <laughs> so funny. And like, I mean, I just I. I, our our deal was you had to get confirmed in seventh grade, so I made it to seventh grade. And oh, we but those like, were really cute confirmation photos. <laughs> they were. Our confirmation song was "I Believe I Can Fly." R. <laughs> Kelly. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, the connotation oh, now. Man. Yeah. Oh you yeah. Also survived R. Kelly oh, in your own yes, way. I did. We You're had a to, victim, Brandon. You're I a know, victim. We had to learn the sign language for oh, it. Oh my god. Oh man. Yeah. It the was, sign language. Come closer, kids. <laughs> yeah. 
It was a very 1997 confirmation. Oh my god! <laughs> oh man! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just remember that, like, part of confirmation is like, I am now. I choose to be a member of the church, and you have to do all this shit. And then, like, my my parents the next week, and my dad, like, my dad also like didn't come to church except for like the major holidays. He was just okay. like, it's the one day off. Because he, he, like, has his own business. He's a CPA. Mm. But he was like, it's my one day off. I just want to be home alone. Right. I just, like, want to need to be alone for yeah. a minute. Maybe on his heat he lamp. Was, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. He was so, during Church of Dad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was always like, oh, fuck, my dad's at home. Dad's a fun one. Still dad. <laughs> and I just remember, like, doing my confirmation. And then the next week, they were like, so are you coming to church? And I was like, fuck no. You told me I had to get here and then get out. I graduated. <laughs> now it's my choice. I'm done. <laughs> Hell and Satan. I, yeah. I was like, you get me for Easter, for Christmas, and Mother's day that's what you get. <laughs> that's fair yeah that's a fair compromise yeah like and 12 13 making these demands yeah, yeah. hilarious yeah. i was i was i was i've i've i was always like a kid that was like mm, my terms though this yeah. is like i was always like this negotiating child the agreement stays there yeah i was like uh-uh not gonna happen i mean and it's you know it's because i like in a good way like emulated my dad as much as possible my dad's a smart ass and it's yeah. like i just wanted i i was like no uh-uh he's but he's like he has the business i like want to be you know yeah. Yeah. tough like him um nice. but i like <laughs> yeah so organized religion was just like not my thing at all i i just that that experience just was like it's not great. My mom was raised Catholic. My parents actually got married in a Catholic church because my dad did all the classes because that was the only way he was allowed to marry my mom. Mm -hmm. And then they like would go and stuff until like they got pregnant. And he was like, my kids are not Catholic. Understand that. Nice. <laughs> oh, wow. So my mom converted. After the pregnancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think they maybe had talked about it before, but my dad was like, absolutely not. You're, Interesting. Yeah, your kids, my kids aren't going to be raised Catholic because he saw yeah. how much it like fucked my mom up because yeah. my mom had like such severe guilt and like no self-esteem whatsoever and just mm -hmm. it just was it was i mean that, that 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 side of my family is just like not not great and i but i also remember like we would go whenever we'd have to go to like catholic mass stuff for yeah. like my it was always funny because my dad would be like he would deal with it until it was communion time and then he'd be like all right kids let's go and we'd go outside mm -hmm. and my dad would just smoke cigarettes outside yeah. <laughs> during communion because he was yeah. like i don't sit in a place that doesn't want me here <laughs> nice yeah yeah because he was like I'm not, your dad yeah. was raised what again he's raised methodist methodist okay yeah, yeah. which gotcha. is like a pretty ch a pretty chill sect of yeah. like the christianity like yeah. it yeah. was it's low-key yeah yeah there's mm -hmm. praise dancers and shit there's drums you know yeah. it's fine mm -hmm. Um, but I just, I, I, it wasn't, that wasn't my thing. And I don't, I, I think I've always been agnostic. I don't, I've never really went like hardcore atheist. Um, cause I would like there to be something. Yeah. Um, but I don't particularly care about what that is. Yeah. You don't gotta know. Yeah. It's yeah. more just like, I, I need to like, I recharge in nature a lot. Cause I feel like that's where I feel like I'm the closest to whatever that is, yeah. you mm -hmm. know? And I'm just like, no, there's, there's something going on here, you know? I like the idea of reincarnation. I, I like the, a lot of ideas, but I don't yeah. like subscribe to a hundred percent any of them. Yeah. yeah, you know, I've had enough cool coincidences and like great things happen that I'm like, I feel like somebody's watching out for me. Yeah, and yeah. thanks, and maybe I'll meet them someday. Maybe I won't. I'm not gonna live my life for dying and being the perfect thing, though. I'm just gonna be like a nice yeah. person that thinks outside of myself more than a lot of people who go to church <laughs> yeah. yeah and then just you know whatever happens happens yeah. whatever 
If I go to hell, hell's going to be a blast. Yeah. Like, if I'm there, then whatever. The music's yeah. going to be good. Go yeah, to, right? It's gonna I'll go to that, Mike. There's going to be so there. much ska in hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And trap what? music. I love trap. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Christian ska bands here. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Is that 2 chains? <laughs> oh, my God. Brandy, you're a delight. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you so much. What is one thing mm-hmm. that you want to, like... Um, Say to somebody just like you. Hmm. What is somebody going to say to someone just like me? Um, Remember, remember to have patience, but don't let it make you complacent. Bars. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yay. Where can people find you? Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Brandazzle. Um, can you spell that? B-R-A-N-D-A-Z-Z-L-E. Uh, BrandyPosey.com is my website. Brandy with an I-E. Posey with an E-Y. Um, I tour around uh, quite a bit. Um, so I come through your area. Um, Brandy Posey on Facebook, but I don't I hate, I hate Facebook. Um, Who's still on Facebook? Yeah, Twitter and Instagram are the fun. Mm-hmm. Instagram is the fun one. Twitter is the work one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Facebook's the abandoned theme park. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it really is. It's the mm-hmm. Knott's Berry Farm of uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> social media at this point. Totally. Um, and then I also have a podcast called uh, Lady to Lady. Uh, it's me, Barbara Gray, Tess Barker. Uh, it's very fun. And I have another one that I'm starting pretty soon hey. uh, hey. called the Fuller House shit show show where <laughs> I watch episodes of Fuller House and then I just you know how like the end of, of a workout you're supposed to just like shake it out shake out that lactic acid yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just me pouring my anger into an episode of Fuller House <laughs> it's just yeah, P90X yeah. into a uh, yeah. my old roommate loves that show it's oh, I'm already subscribed such a to trip it. Yeah, I, it's such a crazy show I believe that Fuller House is um the Great Gatsby of the Trump era. <laughs> <laughs> I'm subscribing to this yes. podcast already. Yeah. I'm so into it. That's, That's amazing. Cool. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on all the shit. Google me, you'll find me. Yay. <laughs> Alex, where do people find you? Uh, I'm on all social media at Dapper Duong, D-A-P-P-E-R-D-U-O-N-G. And uh, yeah, all my shows and stuff are posted there. Anna, hit us. You can find me at Anna B is found on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find me at AnnaValenzuela.com for show dates. Uh, you can find me, my fan page on Facebook is uh, Anna Valenzuela. Or it's, yeah. like, it's like it's like Facebook slash Anna B is fun. It's the same thing, whatever. Mm, yeah. Um, and then uh, you can also find this podcast. We have 12Q Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And eventually I'm going to, on my website, have a page for the podcast. Yeah, we're that. figuring it out. We're figuring yeah. out our lives. Um, check us out. I'm actually going to be in Anchorage, Alaska for the what? Before You Die Ooh. Festival nice. in uh, early April. And we are doing our first live 12 questions yes. with uh, guest uh, Jessica Michelle Singleton and guest host Carlos Delgado, friend of the podcast. Love them. So, um, so, yeah. So, if you've ever wanted to see this intimate conversation live, uh, mm. please come out. Uh, mm. You know, fly to Alaska, do it. Yeah, Anyways, right. Okay. I love that. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, check us out uh, and check out other shows in the Unpops Network. Um, and how we end this every week is we say, uh, Brandy, if nobody's told you this today, I love you. Oh, thank you. And Alex, love you, sweetheart. If no one's told you this today, you sarcastic piece of shit, I love you. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's how I deal with my emotions. How about you? <laughs> that was so mean to me. I'm so sorry. I love you. I love you. 
I apologize. How can I make it right? Okay. Hey, hey, Someone Anna. needs a meeting. Me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's been a busy week. Uh, and uh, if no one's told you they love you, they love you too. We love you too. Oh, thank yeah. you. Love you, yeah. Anna. And if you're listening to this and nobody said this to you today, we love you. Bye. 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 Thank you.